Welcome to the Ashley and Jessicast. I started this podcast because of my love for Jessica and Ashley Simpson, but due to the support of my amazing listeners, I have been able to expand to other topics as well to feed my pop culture obsession and yours. Join me as we time travel through some of the most interesting figures in music, movies, TV, and beyond. I'm your host, Leah Russo. Hello, and welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast. Oh my god, I'm literally checking to see if this thing is on right now. Does this microphone still work? <laughs> Because I do not think I've ever gone so long without posting an episode since I started this podcast. I'm so sorry for the delay. I have had an absolutely wild six weeks that I never would have anticipated or expected in a million years for both good and bad reasons. If you want to know more, you can join my Patreon, which this isn't even an ad for that. Like, I'm not even trying to get you to join or anything. I'm just saying because I talk about a lot of stuff on there that I'm not going to get into on the public feed especially because I know that there's people listening to this way in the future that didn't even notice there was a break between episodes because it's like 2028 and you're listening back to this and you're like shut up just get to JC I don't care about your personal life so if you're interested in all those details go join my patreon but um sorry there's the freaking hell's angels are driving by right now I guess anyway Today's episode is amazing. Like, I'm not even trying to toot my own horn here. I'm just saying the guest today, her name is Anissa Garcia. She's an author, among many other things. She's kind of like a woman of all trades. So I definitely related to her, but she is amazing. She DM'd me as soon as my first JC episode came out to tell me that it was accurate and it was like a good portrayal of him and she was really enjoying it and that there were some things she didn't even know, which was surprising because she got to know JC and NSYNC back in the 90s. And I was so flattered because I always try to do these episodes in a way where if the celebrity heard it or like their best friend heard it or something, I wouldn't be embarrassed, you know? Not that I think JC is like having a listening party of the Ashley and Jessica cast or anything, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't want to be too gossipy and tabloidy in my episodes. I want to be fair and still call out celebrities if they do something wrong or if they come out with a bad album or whatever. Like, I'll say it because I want you guys to trust me and believe my opinion. I don't want to just be, like, coming off as this stan that just loves everything that everybody does. So I try to be honest and fair, but I also don't want to be an asshole in these episodes because I just feel like so many podcasts and blogs and twitters and instagrams and like everything like there's so many people that are so negative and just talk about celebrities like they're not even people and will just exaggerate the smallest thing it's almost like the tabloids don't need to exist anymore because people on social media are that and and even worse but that's like a rant for another day I'm just saying I try to have some dignity on this podcast is my point and I just really appreciated that and Anissa had the teen years of our dreams like if you're an NSYNC fan I need you to buckle up especially if you are Justin or JC girly I really need you to buckle up like I'm not kidding I'm not exaggerating if you're sitting right now in your house you need to go to your car 
to buckle yourself in because you will fall out of your chair. And I don't want to be getting DMs saying that you fell out of your chair because this episode was so shocking and you injured yourself and now you feel entitled to compensation. Like I'm warning you, this is the disclaimer. Like you cannot sue me when you fall out of your chair because you can't believe the way that Anissa's life has been blessed by NSYNC. Like I just, <laughs> I am I gave you a fair warning. If you're, a, I mean, if you're a fan of anyone, I feel like this is a, a fantastic, amazing like fantasy story that just happens to be true. But if you're a Justin or JC girly, I'm telling you, you will not be able to sleep tonight. It's, it's amazing. Like, you know, when I would go to Florida on my family vacations and I went to Universal Studios, I didn't have Justin Timberlake tagging along. You know, I had fun with my mom and dad, but I would have definitely preferred if a member of NSYNC was present. You know what I mean? That didn't happen to me, but that happened to Anissa. JC has never called me personally on the phone. Okay? Never. Ever. Not once. But he called Anissa. You're going to hear all about it. And Anissa is so good at being on a podcast. I barely even had to ask any questions because she is so detailed and so descriptive. This woman paints. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense, actually, that she's an author. Like, obviously, that's the perfect job for her because she paints such a clear picture and she includes so many details. And it's just an amazing story. So you're going to love this episode. I have been working really hard on the next one. I just needed to slow everything down in my life in general and not work as hard during this season of life because I've literally been going nonstop since, I mean, I've always been busy, but I think I've been going nonstop, nonstop, like crazy schedule, probably since like 2016. And it's so funny because I always say, like I'll, I'll say to people, oh my God, things have just been crazy lately. I'm sorry I didn't text you back or whatever. But it's not even lately. Like they, like my life just has been in a constant state of go, 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 go for like six or seven years. So it's not even like I can claim that I'm going through a phase or anything lately. It's just been crazy. And then the past six weeks, like just things happened to show me that I needed to slow down and I needed to not be working at such a high level and I needed to like something needed to shift. So I'm really glad. But at the same time, I am disappointed that I have not gotten episodes out and I've slowed down the series. And I know especially some of you in sync fans that never had heard of my podcast before that then came to listen to the JC episodes were confused because I literally said in my JC part two that the next that next week I was coming out with the no strings attached episode. And then not only did I not come out with a new episode at all but when I did it was an Ashley Simpson themed episode which is fine like that's ever since I expanded my podcast to be more topics other than just Jessica and Ashley I've always gone back and forth in between Jessica and Ashley episodes and then whatever topic I was covering at the time or whatever episode I happen to have out so that's normal but I know that a lot of the newer people were just like well where is this? <laughs> like, are you still doing this? And honestly, I cannot tell you how good it makes me feel that people even give any fucks about my podcast. Like that makes me feel amazing when I get a message from somebody that's like, hey, uh, I've listened to your JC episodes each three times now. When is the new one coming? Like, are you kidding me? You listen to me talk for that long. That's amazing. You deserve a medal. Like I, I just, I, love you guys and I appreciate you guys so much and I cannot wait to relive the rest of InSync with you guys and talk about the rest of JC's career because 
even though sometimes I get shit done really slowly on this podcast because my life is so busy outside of it, I am always working toward the next episode. I'm always working on something, even if it's a tiny bit every day. And like I said, I've had to slow down recently. Even if it's a tiny bit, like I'm always doing it. So I'm not, definitely not a quitter. This series will get done. And I already have, you guys, I have so many ideas for Patreon episodes and new series and new people I want to cover. And like, I am just full of ideas and I'm like bursting with creativity right now. I want to record like 10 episodes today, but unfortunately I have to work after this, but whatever. I need to stop rambling now. Let's get to the interview with Anissa. Uh, Warning again, these stories are amazing. And also you're probably at some point just flat out going to think she's lying because that's how amazing her stories are. But I promise you, I've seen home videos with InSync in them. I've seen tons of her pictures like this is real. So everybody, let's just without further ado, I'm not going to ramble anymore. Let's get into the interview with Anissa. All right, everyone. I am here with my guest today. I am so excited to introduce you guys to her because if there was an InSync fan hall of fame, she would have her own wing or something like that because she's much more than a fan. She actually got to know the guys back before they even were really together, I think. So I am so excited to hear all of her amazing stories. Everybody, please welcome Anissa Garcia. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I lost my mind looking at your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's something like I never, I've, I, I used to not have anything on there. So I just a, a picture scattered throughout every now and then, but I had posted some, some video stuff on there. So that was nice to have up so that you could see them. It's amazing. You're it. What I love about the home videos of you got you with the guys is that it's just like my family and friend home videos, except then you see like Justin Timberlake and you're like, oh, <laughs> a little different. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I started off on those with like a little picture. And so people didn't expect a home video after the photo. And so a lot of them went kind of unseen or, you know, and they don't realize then they're like, oh, no, wow, you actually like know them. You didn't just meet them. You knew them. <laughs> yes, for real. <laughs> For real, because a lot of people do contact me and they're super fans. So, you know, whether it be InSync or Jessica Simpson or somebody like they know them because they're fans that show up all the time. But you actually like hung out with them and had a lot of time spent with them. So I think this is going to be amazing for everybody to hear and get some insight on what they're really like. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully I'm able to give a little bit of info on how it was hanging out with them and I mean, yeah, like their their personalities and things like that. So that'll be fun. First of all, I just want to get to know you as a person a little bit. So can you tell my listeners a little about yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. So um, my name is Anissa Garcia, and I live in Austin, Texas. And right now I'm working as a nutritionist. I also write books. I had three uh, books out, three short stories, and I currently took them off the market so I'm working on them and re-editing them and working on some other stories that I've started and uh, usually fiction or romantic fiction, romantic contemporary fiction. Uh, and I also work for an author part-time. Her name's uh, Sally Thorne. She wrote uh, The Hating Game, which is now a movie with Lucy Hale. 
So I keep busy. I keep pretty busy. Sounds like it. Yeah. So that's what I do when I'm not, you know, chatting with friends online or hanging out with my nephews at home and my parents. And so I'm really close with my family. So yeah, I keep pretty busy here. And, um, but I love keeping in touch with everybody on social media and meeting new people. So that's always a fun thing for me to do. And so contemporary romantic fiction, that's perfect for the summer beach read. So will that be available like for people to get anytime soon back up again? I hope so. You know, I sent it off to an editor and then I was just like, you know what, take your time. Uh, I'm working on editing the second one to make them more cohesive because they're a series. Uh, The first one's called A Promise Kept, and it is about an actor who comes to film an action film uh, in Austin. (laughs) The girl that uh, rents out a townhome where she's kind of like a a property a property manager. Mm-hmm. She rents out the townhome next door, and she meets this guy, and she's kind of like, oh, he's you know famous, and I don't you know deal with that, but he's kind of like flirting with her, and it's just a fun, sweet, you know, romantic comedy type thing. So, um, so yeah, hopefully it'll be out soon. You know, like I said, I finished it up, and I'm just waiting for the edits to come back. And maybe, hopefully, it'll be out, I would say, maybe by June. I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers. (laughs) We'll see. Oh, my gosh. That sounds awesome. I will have to ask you about some romantic comedy book recommendations, too, because I love that genre. Definitely. Yeah, me, too. I'm always, you know, reading, and I'm a big historical romance reader, so I just... I love books. I always love books. I actually, one of my first jobs was, my first jobs out of college was working as a um, community relations manager for Barnes & Noble. So I was always working in the book industry in one way or another, just, you know, writing, reading, editing. And then um, for Barnes & Noble, I was getting authors in there and putting them up for signings and stuff like that. So I've always been part of the book world. It's really, really fun. It's good. It's a good world to be part of. Well, I feel like you have had nine lives. Like, it seems like you do so many things. Because <laughs> I also saw on your profile that you moved to L.A. to be an actor as well. Yeah. So um, I finished college. I got my degree in communication studies and English. And then I – but I always wanted to be an actor. I, you know, just loved singing, dancing, acting. That's kind of what drew me into watching the Mickey Mouse Club, which was, you know – this variety show that I would see these kids on there and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, they're so talented. I wish I was doing what they were doing, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, like I always kind of wanted to do it. I took acting classes in college, but I was like, no, I have to be serious and get a, you know, college, a serious degree in something, which I didn't know what that would be. I was taking so many different classes that I just couldn't decide what I liked. And so finally I decided on communications and then, did the Barnes and Noble thing for a while. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I want to go to acting school. So I went to LA uh, and I went to a three-year, col- uh, not a college, but kind of like a an acting conservatory. Mm-hmm. And so it's called American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And I did that for three years. Then I started working in casting. So I was casting commercials and helping ca- to cast commercials, kind of like an assistant and did freelance work with that while still working at Barnes and Noble while working two other jobs <laughs> and then like doing extra work here and there, you know, for TV shows and stuff like that. But I just got so burned out and so tired and, you know, I missed my family and 
kind of like the, you know, just the, I guess, crazy humdrum of like, you know, just really just trying to do everything. And I, I just got really burned out. I was like, you know, I think I'm ready to go home and take it easy. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like all over the place. People are like, what is it you, what is it you do? And I'm like a little bit of everything. So, you know, I do marketing, I do, and you have kind of have to, like, if you have your own books, you know, you've got to be your, at your biggest advocate out there. You got to be your biggest marketer. It's kind of like, I'm sure, you know, as an actor, even yes. you kind of, you know, have to, you know, market yourself and know how to, how to get your word out there that you're, you can do a job and you can do it well. So yeah, so I'm a, a little bit of everything, basically. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I it was so hard for me not to interrupt you so many times and say like me too, me too, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally relate to everything that you're saying and I love the way that it seems like you're able to pivot and not get stuck in one thing and say, well, I've been doing this, so let me just like tough it out or whatever, which I think is a really good quality to have. Yeah, it's like one of those things where after a while I just I'm like, okay, I'm ready for something different. But if you think about it, most actors they play different types of characters. So, you know, when you're playing that character, you really have to research. You really have to research whatever it is they do, what it is they, who it is that they are. So you kind of get to be in that world of like learning new things all the time. And I've, that's how I feel. I'm like, I always love to learn new things. It's just like getting to meet new people or, you know, like learning about their, their history or their background. You know, it's just, it's fun for me to learn something new. So I'm always kind of like looking for that thing that's going to help me grow in some way, shape or form. And it's just like, you know, when I thought like, oh, what did I go to acting school for? I'm not even an actor anymore. But then when I started writing my books, you know, it was like I needed like a little bit of guidance. And I got that from a, uh, a really good author uh, that lives in Austin as well. And she told me she was like, remember, your characters, they all need a goal, a motivation and a conflict. Yes. And it struck me and I was like, this is what acting is. And even in acting school, like when they would say, give me your character biography, I want it to be like 10 pages. I would write like a 50, 60 page biography and they'd be like, oh my goodness, I didn't need this much information about your character's life, you know? Yes. I'm always looking back at my life and I'm like, oh, I thought that was a waste of time, but it actually wasn't because I learned X, Y, Z or I met that person or I figured something out about myself. So it's all exactly meant to be in some way. Yes, yes. So speaking of research, I have to thank you so much because I was so honored when you contacted me, which was pretty quickly after I released my first JC episode, which was about Mickey Mouse Club and just like his childhood and how he got into performing and stuff. When you messaged me and said that I was accurate about him and his personality and that whole era and everything I was just like oh my gosh I'm so pleased because I did so much research and you know JC's kind of mysterious he's not out there like all the time like Lance with his you know podcast and he's always on Instagram like JC isn't as open so when you said that I was like oh my gosh okay someone who actually knows him (laughs) yeah you know and I mean I'm not like now especially I'm not I'm not close to him I haven't seen him in a really long time I didn't hang out with him all the time. It was very sporadic and few in between. But the times that I did, you were very like spot on about the way, you know, he is and his character and just how he is as a person and how he treats others around him. And he's, you know, more serious and things like that. It it was very, very spot on. So, I mean, I really appreciated the way you did your research and you knew so much about him because I didn't know a lot about him. 
I don't know, like, I guess when I started, you know, to talk to him and I, you know, started getting to know him a little bit, that's when I started to know more about him. I, I knew him from the Mickey Mouse Club, like I knew whatever, like little short interviews he would give and things like that. Yeah, there was a lot I didn't know. But you, but overall, you captured him so well that I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. There's so many times when I knew exactly what you were talking about. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how JC is, you know. Like, and yeah, that's what I experienced around him, and that's how he was with me, and you know, that's how down to earth and humble he is. And it was just a delight to hear it. And then it would just, you know, at moments it was just like hearing about his childhood and things like that. It would break my heart, and I'd be like, I didn't know that about him, you know. So. It was just such a joy to, to, to hear it and read it. And I, I, I mean, I can imagine like just putting anything out there, like any type of art. And this is, I guess, like where I'm, I understand it, you know, is like you put out like something that you're working on and you do your work on it and you want others to appreciate it. You know, I knew like you did your research and you did so well on it. I was like, I want her to know that she's doing it such a great job. Like, you know, I'm really enjoying listening to this. And I was like, you know, this is so good. Like, yeah, this is exactly to a T how, how we all see him. You know what I mean? So it was just such a joy to listen to. And I was really excited even when you put out the second part. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I'm ready to listen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That means the world. Because I try to approach all my episodes in a way where I don't obviously don't expect the celebrity to listen. But if they did happen to, because I actually feel like celebrities are a lot more like on social media looking at their own like tag stuff than we think. Um, yeah. So if they did happen to hear it, or like if somebody that knew them heard it or something like I don't want them to be offended, or I don't want them to think, oh, this person is just like using me to get, you know, listeners, or this person just basically read my Wikipedia and is talking it into the mic. I was and am such a big fan of all all five guys. But JC was always super inspirational to me because I was a singer and dancer as well. And just the way that he his passion on stage was so clear and so obvious there was not a single performance where he did not give 500,000 percent and I feel like people did appreciate him back then but now as I said in my podcast like I don't know why I don't know what happened because he hasn't come out with anything recently but like people are really starting to look back and say okay he really stands out like these are five immensely talented guys and there's something about him that is really special so I would be like mortified if somebody that knew him like listened to it and they were like, this is so wrong and this is so crazy. So I really appreciate it. Oh, no, of course. And, uh, you know, that's the thing, too. It's so fun to see how people are reacting now to him. Um, I mean, like people knew his talent before, but I always felt like, you know, Justin was the one that most people paid attention to. But I mean, JC, his voice, like it just everybody appreciated his voice. Like, I mean, especially like if you were a JC girl or, you know what I, like, I just, I loved his voice. His voice is so beautiful. So a lot of us are always like, Oh, JC, please put out an album. Like, even if it's just covers of other people's stuff, like yeah. just please, anything, you know? Yeah. And so to see, like, sometimes I'll see, you know, I don't know if you've seen that, um, that guy's memes or the video reels where he acts as all five guys. And then when he's JC, it's just like, yes, it's like jealous Justin <laughs> watching JC sing and belt out this, these beautiful notes, you know? Yeah. And it's just so funny to see that. And then like, see all the comments. And I think the other day I read like a comment where it was like, 
JC was singing like the rent was due. <laughs> like I was just Always. laughing, you know, I just laugh. But like all the comments are just like, JC, oh my God, his voice. And so you just like see so many comments on so many videos that are talking about him and like, why isn't he coming out with anything else? Like, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where we're just all of us. We just all want to see him like in something. We're like, give us your voice, please. We miss it. Does he understand the effect that just him singing has? Like, I don't, I really, that's No, he doesn't. I know. That's the sad thing is like, because my mom and I are super close and like I she took me to instant concerts back in the day and so I've been updating her with everything and she was like can you imagine I bet JC's gonna listen and I'm like I think he's the last person that ever would listen to a podcast about himself because he just seems so not into himself like I think he would just be like oh that's just like a fan thing that's cool like I feel like if I if I told him about it he would be super nice about it but he would never actually like turn it on you know what I mean (laughs) Yeah, he's he's just he seems like just very humble. Yes. And you know, the fact that he, I mean, really doesn't, he, he doesn't post very much. He's not out there very much. But then, you know, every now and then he'll, he'll be there, you know, and you're just like, Oh, there he is. Like, mm-hmm. hey, it's good to see his face, you know. <laughs> so that's always nice. It really is. Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Like every time I see him, it's like all the memories, you know, coming back I know. to me. And you have that way more than me. I mean, you have actual like, <laughs> <laughs> I just have watching him from the stage, but we should, we have to get into like at the very beginning. So I actually am so surprised that you're from Texas. I figured you were going to say you were from Florida. Yeah. A lot of people think that they always ask me, were you from Orlando? I'm like, nope, <laughs> not remotely close to it. <laughs> and that's another thing that makes me just think that this was all so the universe aligning and like the stars aligning. And can you take me back to like, when did you first see or hear JC or just, I'm, I imagine it was JC first on MMC, right? Right. So I remember like seeing the Mickey Mouse Club when it started in like 1989. I was living in a small town in South Texas, like near the border of Mexico. Nothing ever happened there. Nothing exciting went on there. But, you know, we had cable TV, which was a rarity. You know, the Mickey Mouse Club was something that I would watch and Kids Incorporated. And then I think for a while, my parents had gotten rid of cable for a little bit or at least the Disney Channel, because we had to pay for it. Later on, I think it was like maybe sixth grade, I was in middle school, I went to a friend's house after school, and she had the TV on, and it was on the Mickey Mouse Club. These kids started coming out at the beginning, they did their roll call, and I remember one of the first guys I saw in there was Damon. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's handsome. I remember this show. You know? mm-hmm. So I went home that day, and I asked my mom to get the Disney Channel again. So we got it. And I think right at the end of that was when they were switching over cast members. So it must have been around like 1991, maybe 92. And they got a whole new cast. And that's when like the party, like a group called the party was in there as well. And they had all this new, this whole new cast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know who these people are, you know. But I remember I had like a crush on Tony and like Dale and Ricky and all these guys, right. And I was like, and then there was JC. And I was like, man, that guy, JC, can really dance. But they were, like, so talented. Like, all of them were talented, you know? And I was like, man. And so that's when I started, actually, like, I would put my VHS in and I would record the episodes. And I was like, man, these episodes are so good, you know? And so I would record them and I would sing along and learn 
the you know the lines and the dance moves and I was like man I wish I could be a part of this show so you know I was just like really really into it did you ever audition you know it's funny I almost did I would send my photo off with a letter to the Disney Channel and I'd be like I want to audition I I do this 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 you know like I'm and they would write, they would always write me back <laughs> and they would always be like, thank you so much. We are not currently holding auditions right now, but when we do, you will hear about it and good luck in your endeavors and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, wow. You know, Yeah. the day of the audition that they were having in Dallas, Texas, I did not know. And I'm like, I mean, I was living like 11 hours away from Dallas, Texas. So it wasn't like I could just you know, drive on over at a moment's notice, you know? And so I was like, no, I missed it, you know? But I mean, after the kids that they got on there, I was like, there was no way I would have even made the first round. Like there was no way. (laughs) I was like, nope. If I would have seen Christina Aguilera sing, like that would have been it for me. I would have been like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Right. Well, that's what blew Jessica Simpson's audition. Christina sung right before her and she just panicked, which like yeah. we all would, right? Right. Yeah. And I don't blame her. And Jessica Simpson is amazing. Right. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, if she didn't make it, I, I definitely would never have made it. Yeah. And I know Joey also didn't make it, which is crazy because Joey has such yeah. an amazing voice. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, how did he not make it? Which I'm glad they gave him. He's like an honorary musketeer now, which I love. Yes. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah. So how did you end up going and being a member of the audience? Well, I think my first time seeing or meeting any of, of the MMC members was they did a small concert. They were touring because they had released an album just MMC titled MMC. And it was like eight of the cast members. They would go and travel and do concerts so they were having a, a concert in front of a Target in Houston, Texas. Wow. So I, I begged my mom and my dad to take me. So that was like a seven-hour drive for me. And I went and I, you know, camped out and there was a bunch of kids like wanting to see them. And so, you know, I did. And luckily I met a girl there who had an extra chair with her and I stood on the chair and watched the show and took pictures and my parents videotaped it for me on their big VHS tape recorder. (laughs) And then afterwards you would go and rush and get in the line and go in into the target store and meet them and get their autographs. And so I did that and I met JC there, but I think I was more focused on, honestly, on Tony Luca. Like he was the, he was the the heartthrob hunk of the MMC gang, you know? So I was just kind of like, you know, like nervous to meet him. I remember like I went up to JC and I re- I remember this, like just now I'm actually remembering it. He was like, Hey, sweetness. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Hi. No, I would have blacked out. <laughs> I mean, like, I think I was like 14 years old at the time. So I was just like, you know, kind of giggly and, you know, whatever, and just nervous. And I was very shy growing up. So you know, I, I didn't have a lot of friends. It was kind of awkward. So, you know, just going and seeing them and, you know, being around them and, you know, seeing how they were, it was just, that was really awesome. And so I saw them in concert that time. And, um, and then a friend of mine, she lived across the street from me. She moved to Orlando and I was really sad that she moved to Orlando, but at the same time, I was like, oh my gosh, you are moving to like you know, Mickey Mouse territory. This is amazing. (laughs) And so um, I, you know, asked if I could go visit her one summer. And, uh, and, and my parents were like, yeah, sure. You know, because I was like, I think I was turning like 15. 
And typically for, you know, a Hispanic family, a Mexican family, it's like typical to have like a quinceanera, you know? And I mm-hmm. was like, I am not into that. I was like, I'm not into dressing up. I'm not into parties and frivolous things, you know, like I'm kind of like not into that. I was like, but you know what I would love is instead of spending all that money on that or like on a car or something, I want to go to Orlando and visit my friends and maybe we can go to tapings of the show. Smart. Yeah. So I got the okay from my parents. I think you could like write in and ask to see if you could go to tapings and you could put in like what days you were requesting. I think I still have the form that I filled out and had to make a copy of to send to them to ask, you know, like, hey, can we be a part of the audience? You know, I think I went to two days of tapings. They would do like every Friday or Thursday or Friday would be like a taping day. Justin said it was it was Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, okay. So maybe it was Fridays. So yeah, I went two Fridays then. So I stayed for two weeks because I saw they would in that one day, they would film two episodes like back to back. They would run through one entire episode and then they would run through it again. So they had like two takes of that episode. Mm-hmm. like, And then they would do another episode and then they would run through it again. I saw like four episodes total and I was able to, you know, just be a part of the audience. But I think the first day I was wearing like my MMC shirt or something that I got at their signing or something. So I was more seated in the back, you know, I think they wanted to like put people in regular clothes more up at the front. (laughs) And then I was like the next week I was like, I'm going to like wear a cool outfit. So I wore like linen overalls with like, you know, a cute shirt. And it ended up being that I think Nikki had overalls like that in one of the episodes. So I was like seated in the front row. And I remember this was my first kind of contact with Justin. The music would play and they would come out and they would greet the audience and they would shake the audience's hands and stuff, right? One of the members of the show stood in front of me. Uh, His name is Ricky. Um, I don't know if you know or familiar with them. Yes, I love MMC. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, so Ricky stood in front of me and he was touching and shaking everybody's hands around me. But as he was doing that, Justin came up and just stood beside him and was just kind of looking at me like he knew me or something. And I was just like looking, kind of glancing at him like, what are you looking at? (laughs) Like, I was just like, who is this? Okay, like, I know who he is. But at the time, I think I was like 15. And he was, I think, 13, I want to say, because this was the last season. To me, I was more concentrated on where's where's Tony and where's JC? Like, they're my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky kind of moved out of the way. And then Justin came up to me and he just said, hi, I'm Justin. And he shook my hand. And I was like, hi, I'm Anissa. And the music kind of stopped and they were supposed to run out. And he was like, okay, bye. And he just left. And I was like... <laughs> okay, they were, uh, that was weird, you know, and my friends were like, Oh, my gosh, he's so cute. And I was like, Yeah, he's got, you know, really pretty eyes, you know, like, he's got some blue eyes on him. But I didn't really like I was like more so about like the older kids, you know, I was like, ooh, like JC's like three years older than me. He's so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> that was me. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely loved Justin during NSYNC. Like, I'm not going to try to act like one of those girls who's like, oh, I, you know, didn't care about Justin. I did. But yeah, I was always like, where is JC? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was kind of the same. Like, I, I hate to admit that, but I was, yeah, I was kind of the same way. I was like, you know, where are the older kids? <laughs> you know, the, the ones that were a little bit older than me, you know, because I think Justin was like maybe a year and a half younger than me. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I think we were, we were probably around the same height, you know? <laughs> like, so, you know, so I was, I was like, oh yeah, like he's, 
he's cool you know he's cute but yeah during the like you know the end like you would dance with them and stuff like that I think I danced what at one point with him and Ryan and then I didn't know until it aired later but there was like a like a time when I was dancing next to JC and I didn't even know and I was just like oh my god I was dancing right next to JC it's on TV like I'm right there and he's right there and I had no idea you know (laughs) like I was like how did that happen so um but that was a really fun experience so at one point, uh, Nikki Deloach sat next to me in the audience. And then at one, another point, they were asked, Justin was asking the audience some questions. And so they show me when he's like passing by me and, you know, asking audience members something. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can see myself in the audience. And I can see like, you can see Justin near me. You can see Nikki near me. Um, I was just like freaking out. I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. Like, you know. So it just broke my heart when I found out the the show ended. Like I was just, it was like a death had happened. (laughs) That makes total sense to me because I I was a little too young for MMC. I didn't actually watch it live, but being a young kid that performed, once I got into NSYNC and Britney, and obviously they would always talk about how they they were all in MMC. And then I would see clips of it and stuff I was like oh my god do they still have this like I have to do this and I will forever be so sad and jealous that I never got to audition for it because like (laughs) that would be the dream job right yeah definitely I mean that was one of the things that like in the whole wide world that I had wanted to do like I was just like oh my goodness I always kind of had an eye for that kind of talent so I I would see them and I'd be like oh man they're gonna be something you know like there's they're gonna get so famous like you know, I would see Ryan Gosling and I was like, that kid is so talented. Like he's got to be an actor, you know, like I would just, I would see him and I knew, I was just like, I know that kid is going to be famous one day. Christina Aguilera was a big one too. I saw her perform that song week with um, Rona and Nita. And it was just like, when I saw her sing that live, I was there watching it live. And I was like, this girl is a powerhouse. Like that voice is amazing. It, It was just like, the best thing ever was going to those tapings. I am so grateful that I went to those tapings because it was it was one of those things too where the timing was perfect because after that the show had ended and I didn't know at the time that that was going to be the last season. So if I had waited to go the next year, I I would have been out of luck. You know, oh <laughs> you would have been like, Shoot, I missed my opportunity. You know, but thank God, thank God I didn't. You know. Yes, that oh my god, that would have been tragic. I, I first of all, I'm getting like goosebumps. Like I can't deal with the fact that you were dancing on stage with all of my idols. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you did you have any impression on Britney at all? Like did you you saw Britney, I assume? Yeah, no, you know, I didn't because I I knew they all had stage presence and they she was a really good dancer. I knew that. I think I had talked to her one time on the phone too. It oh my was just god. very you on the phone, you, you, your phone calls are, uh, you guys, just buckle up for this, okay? <laughs> okay, please tell me about when you talk to Brittany on the phone, because I'm going to die. <laughs> well, okay, so the thing is, is like, we didn't have social media back in the day, you know? It was just to find an outlet for your fandom. You had to go through different routes and ways of doing that, you know? So I think it was through a Teen Bop magazine. Somebody had said, I'm a fan of the Mickey Mouse Club and I want pen pals. And so I wrote to that person and she had gotten so many letters from people that she started a newsletter to mail out to people for 
you to be able to reach out if you wanted to and put your address and your phone number and whatever in there. And you could reach out to other people that liked the Mickey Mouse Club too. So you would end up having, like, I think I ended up at one point having like 55 pen pals that I would write to. And that's all I was doing with my time in my teen years was like, writing other people talking about our favorite episodes, our favorite performances, what, you know, which cast members were our favorite. The girl who had set all this up, she happened to be from Texas. She was going to have like this big gathering of a bunch of pen pals all together at her house and all this stuff. And so I I wanted to meet her because I was from Texas and there was nobody I knew that was into the show like I was. So she was a sleuth for this kind of stuff because I had no idea. I still to this day have no idea how she did it. But she would find out their like their addresses, their phone numbers. She would be like, oh yeah, I have TJ's phone number. I have Brittany's phone number. I have so-and-so's phone number. I have Ryan's address and phone number. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, like, I'd be like, how did you do that? You know, and she wouldn't tell me her sources, but she would, you know... And she would be like, yeah, you know, if you want to call him here, you know, and she would give me the phone number and I would, I would be so scared. I'd be like, no, I can't. That's so like an invasion of privacy. And like, and she'd be like, why? I do it all the time. <laughs> and she would, like, <laughs> oh my God, she would call. And then like, she would do like, where she'd be like, oh yeah, you can get on the call too. And I'd, and then I'd be like on the other end of the line. And then she would um, tell me not to talk to them. So I would be, and I was like so shy anyway. And I would like, I would be like, okay. And I wouldn't say anything. And I would just listen to her talk to Ryan or TJ or whatever. And I'd be like, I'm not saying anything on the other end of the line because I was like too nervous. I don't even know how it happened, but I tried to call Brittany because I was like, well, maybe she seems like less intimidating than the others. Like she'll probably be the friendliest, you know, (laughs) like she'll probably be the friendliest one. She was not, but that's okay. I I understand not wanting to talk to somebody you don't know. You know, it was just a very brief, like, I can't talk right now. I'm studying. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll uh, I'll let you go. So I was just like, okay, I get it. You probably have like 12 other people calling you from, you know, pen pals you don't know, like just calling and wanting to talk to you. So I get it. So please tell everybody who you called on the phone and had like a 45 minute conversation with. The one that I ended up calling was also by, this one was by accident actually. Cause so like I said, I, I did not like talking on the phone to them because like, I, I just was too shy, like to call anybody. But I did have JC and Justin's addresses and their phone numbers, but I refused to call. I was like, well, you know what? It's coming on to JC's birthday. And I had, I think I had written Tony once too. And, um, and his mom had written me back and I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. His mom wrote me back. You know, maybe I'll get something from, you know, one of these other guys, like, you know, maybe they'll call me or maybe that like, you know, I'll talk to them and, and that way they'll know me already if they saw a letter from me. You know, that was like my line of thinking was like, if I decide to and get the, the courage to call, maybe they would have seen my letter and that would give me a reason. They would be more inclined to talk to me. Right. So, I mean, that was kind of like my weird way of thinking, but you know, it's my shy way of thinking. <laughs> so I decided to write to JC and Justin. I included, I don't know why I just thought, you know, I was like, I just, I included a photo of myself and then I, you know, I put my, my name and my number on the bottom and just wrote about myself and like, Hey, I like this and that. And I really liked you in this skit or whatever, you know, and I was going to send them off. And my mom is an art teacher. I was telling her, I was like, well, it's, you know, it's going to be JC's birthday, you know? And she was like, 
like, if you want, give me a picture of JC and I'll draw it. I'll draw it for you. And, and I said, oh, okay, great. And so I found like a picture of him on Bop magazine or something and gave it to her and she took it to her class and she kind of demonstrated, you know, what it, you know, did a like small little sketch and she didn't finish it, but you know, she was like, here, you know, I did that. And so she gave it to me and she said, well, if you want, you know, finish it off. And so I don't really draw very much, uh, very little, but you know, I kind of went through and like shaded a little bit and, you know, kind of like messed with it and I was like okay like yeah I'll send it with the letter I didn't I really just did not think anything of it but I sent that letter off and I sent Justin's letter off not thinking anything of it nothing right so then I was talking to my friend one day and she you know was saying something about Justin's answering machine message <laughs> and <laughs> she was like you should call and I was like no I don't I don't want to call I sent him a letter you know I'm not gonna call and she's like you should call it's, he, he has his own phone. Nobody's going to answer and he's not there anyway. And I said, oh, he's not? And she's like, no, he went on vacation. So I called to listen to the answering machine, but he picked up and he was there. <laughs> and I was so like, oh God, like, I don't want to hang up because what if he has callback or like he sees the caller ID anyway or whatever, you know? So I told him, I said, hi, like, you don't know me, but you might know my friend and you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, I know your friend. And so I just started talking to him and it was kind of awkward. There were like weird moments, you know, <laughs> like I was like, what do I say to this guy? I don't really know him. I don't know if he remembers me from like the one time he introduced himself to me on the Mickey Mouse Club. Like, I don't know, you know. This is crazy. Like I, <laughs> I had trouble talking to like the regular cute guys at my <laughs> school. So like Justin Timberlake would have I would have like thrown up or something if he answered you know that's the thing is like I I just didn't talk to you know to boys on the phone I really didn't I like I said I was very very shy so to me I was just like, uh, 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 oh my god he's there <laughs> I was just like, what do I say yeah like if I looking back on it it was just so awkward but he did like I told him I said oh yeah like I sent you a letter and he was like, you did? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I sent it. I don't know if it's there yet or what. And he's like, okay, well, I'll keep an eye out for it. And I said, yeah, I also wrote JC and I, I sent a drawing of him. And he was like, oh, you draw? And I said, no, just a little bit, you know. And he was like, oh, well, uh, yeah, JC and I were planning something. And oh, my I God. Said, oh, really? And I said, oh, really? What are you planning? And he was like, uh, just a little something. And I said, what is it? And he's like, well, we're not ready to talk about it yet. And I said, well, is it something for the fans? And he was like, I told you we're not ready to talk about it yet. You're going to ruin all the fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I think I told him that I didn't expect him to be there or like I thought he was going on some trip or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I'm leaving later on. And I was like, oh, my God, I should have waited. <laughs> Like, I can't believe he was there. So anyway, but he was very, very nice. Like he stayed on the phone with me. He chatted with me with someone he didn't like even know. But I think because he knew who my friend was, like he didn't mind talking to me, you know, and so I thought that was so generous of him to yeah. do that. And I, you know, and I would hear later on from other pen pal friends, you know, pen friends, I should say, was that he would talk to them too. Like he would stay on the phone and talk with them, even if he didn't know who they were, you know, and so I just, I thought that was so kind of them, you know, to, yeah. to do that, even though it took up their time, maybe they were busy. Yeah. So he was the first boy I ever talked to on the phone. It was just so odd. It's so funny because JC was quoted as saying that 
after he won his first dance competition, he said, I won a trophy and $20 and all these girls started calling me. So I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm just going to keep doing this. So <laughs> I guess like, even though it is weird to call someone out of the blue, they, they were teenage boys and you were a teenage girl and they were like, all right, like we'll talk to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just odd. You know, I'm sure like from all over the United States too, you know, it's gotta be a weird thing, you know, to think of like, you know, okay, these girls are wanting to talk to me. You know what I mean? It's just like so odd, but I'm sure it was kind of like cool for them to have that. And then is it correct that JC called you that same day? Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) So, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's so weird, you know, because of out of all the Musketeers that I could have ended up knowing it was those two. It's just so odd because I, I didn't even know about NSYNC. I didn't know any of that. I really feel like it was something something special and that was meant to happen, you know? Definitely. Um, you know, growing up it, too, like I looked up to those kids and I was always like, man, I wish I was friends with one of them. And I would tell like my mom, you know, I'd be like, mom, I just want to be friends with one of them. You know, <laughs> she'd be like, oh my goodness, Anissa, you're funny. And I'd be like, no, you know what? I'm going to pray to be friends with one of them. Aww. And she'd be like, you have your head in the clouds. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God if he can let me be friends with one of them. And so, and Aww. I didn't like specify or anything. I was just like, God, can you please let me be friends with one of them? <laughs> so, he was listening. Uh, yeah, he was definitely listening. I, you know, went to driver's bed that day. I came home and my mom was on the phone and I wanted to tell her about talking to Justin. And she's like, oh, um, you know, I'll let you go. She was like, the other line is ringing. <laughs> and so call waiting. So she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll let you go. You know, so I hear her and she's just like, oh, yes, who, who you know, who's this speaking and whatever. And she's like, Anissa. And she covers the, the receiver and she's like, and I walk in and she's like, it's for you. It's someone named Jay. Oh, my God. And I was like, who could be calling me named Jay? I was like, maybe somebody from, from my driving school. Like, I was like, who's Jay? And she was like, I don't know, Jay. And I was like, Jay who? And she was like, JC. And I was like, who? And she's like, JC? And I said, JC? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, who's that? And it just like hit me. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> from the Mickey Mouse Club. That guy from the Mickey Mouse Club. She's like, oh my God. And she's like, can you record the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. how am I going to do that? Like, I was like, no. Like the FBI. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and so I just said, no, like, give me the phone. I was like, get out of here. And I took her out of her own room. <laughs> he said, hi, you know, is this Anissa? And I was like, uh, yeah, this is Anissa. <laughs> and he was like, hi, Anissa. This is JC calling. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> and he was like, he just kind of laughed and he was like, hi, he was like, I, I, I got your letter, you know, in the mail today. And he was like, I just, you know, he's like, I saw that drawing and I, I had to call you. And wow. I was like, oh my, I was like, oh my God, thank you. And he was like, no, he was like, you don't understand. And he told me like later on as we were talking, he was like, I get, he was like, I get, I get a lot of mail. And he was like, I've never, ever called anyone and <gasps> I never will. And he's like, I never will. I, I never have called anyone who sent me something and I never will. He's like, but I had to, I had to call you and thank you for this portrait. And I was like, oh my God. That is <laughs> like, amazing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like 
thank you. And he just went on and on about it. He was like, our, he was like, my whole family was so impressed with this portrait. Aww. And he was like, I, I had to call you. Thank you so, so much. And he was just so grateful. I think I was in such shock that like, I, I really like didn't tell him like, it was mostly my mom that did it. You know? like, it wasn't me. I'm not that great of, a, of an artist. Like I can draw some, but I'm not like, no, that no, no, that's your in. That's your in with JC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of shocking. Like, I was, I, it was like, oh my God, oh my God, he called me, you know, and, and it was something that I had hoped and dreamed, you know, but like never in my wildest imagination would I have thought, like, yeah, on the same day, like that I called Justin, JC called me. And it, it was just mind blowing. Like, I was just like, oh my, oh my God, he's talking to me. Like, and we talked about like, you know, what he was up to after the mouse club. And, and I told him like, I was like, Hey, I saw Tony in a JC com Penny commercial. <laughs> and he was like, JC Penny, there you go. <laughs> you know, as we talked about what some of them were doing, that's when I said, you know, funnily enough, I talked to Justin today and he was like, Oh really? You talked to Justin? I was like, yeah. You know, like I called him and we talked for a little bit and he's like, Oh cool. And I said, yeah. And, and I said, he, he said that you and him were planning something and uh, he just kind of stayed a little quiet and he was like, yeah, J J Justin's my buddy. You know? <laughs> it's like, Oh man, I'm not getting anything out of these two. <laughs> so I wanted him to give me a hint, but of course, you know, no. That's unbelievable that first of all, that he would take the time out just to like call you and then you know, I would think if that happened, it would be like, okay, thank just want to say thanks. Bye. Not a whole conversation. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I asked him if he was going to go into acting or anything. I think he had said like, no, I'm going to be, if anything, more into music. And I was like, oh, was right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it was just unbelievable to me. I was just like, I really didn't, didn't expect it. Well, I had talked about on my in sync episode i was like oh my gosh i can't even imagine being one of these girls that was in the mmc audience and then got to go to the pleasure island showcase because of course we know that lynn justin's mom and robin wiley went through all the fan mail and took the addresses and then sent out i don't know if it was flyers or whatever so did you get one of those flyers or letters or whatever from their mom you know, I did, but I didn't get it until after the showcase. Um, the way I found out about it was through my friend that lived in Orlando. And she called me and she was like, hey, guess what? Like, JC and Justin are going to be in this in this boy band. And I was like, a boy band? Like, New Kids on the Block? <laughs> She's like, yeah. She's like, there's going to be like five guys. And she told me the names and she told me Jason, not Lance. Oh, no. <laughs> so I found out like a month before the showcase from her. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And she this was a different friend that lived in Orlando. But the one that I would stay with that moved to Orlando that lived across the street from me, she went to Dr. Phillips High School. So she knew who Joey Fatone was, she knew some of the MMC kids just because they went to school with her. So I asked her, I was like, you know, hey, can I go visit you and see this showcase that they're going to put on? And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, I should go see that. <laughs> It took a lot of convincing to my my parents because they were like, are you kidding me? Like, this is in October. Like, you're going to miss school. And I was like, it's on a Saturday. Like, I can leave on a Friday. I can get back on a Monday or on a Sunday. Like, you know, like I was just or a Monday, you know, I was like, you know, trying to find any way I could to kind of convince my parents to let me go. I told my mom, I was like, mom, JC called me 
JC called me. <laughs> I was like, I have to meet him. It kind of felt in a way for me like permission to go. Right. Because I was like, you know, I was like, if it was just me like going just to meet them, it would be just like, oh, hey, okay, you know, I met this person. But I was like, he reached out to me. Yes, you are special. <laughs> I was like, he knows who I am because of this drawing. I was like, I would be missing out if I don't go and see this show yep. and get a chance to meet him. It just felt special. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, there's something special about this. And I just knew. So, you know, she, after, you know, a lot of convincing, she was just like, okay, okay, yeah, go. Thank you, mom. <laughs> so, yeah. My friend was like, oh, well, their phone number is in the phone book. Like his, like JC's number was in the phone book. And so I was <laughs> like, oh, let me call him and let him know that I'm going. <laughs> got to keep in touch. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I called him and he was like, Hey, oh my goodness. You know? And he was like, great to hear from you. And I had just talked to him like the month before, like two months before. Yeah. August, September, October. Yeah. October. Cause I called him like the week before the show. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was like, you know, Hey, I heard about your little group or whatever, you know? And he was like, yeah, we're going to do a show this weekend. And I was like, yeah, guess what? I'm going to go see it. And he was like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> He was like, you're coming to see us? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see you guys. Are you kidding me? And he was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. He's like, I can't wait to meet you. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to meet you, too. You know, and even though I had kind of already met him, you know, but it was different. You know, like I yeah. said, it was. But this time he knew you. So, yeah, like he was just like, I can't wait to meet you. I'm so excited to meet you. And I was like, I'm so excited to meet you, too. You know, so. He's like, well, call me when you get here, you know? And so I was like, Oh my okay. God, what a freaking angel. <laughs> I know. He was so sweet. Like so, so sweet. And so I got there. Oh my God. I was, I was so nervous. Like, I don't think I could eat. I got there. I called and you know, he was like, Hey, well maybe we should, you know, we can hang out, you know, I'll show you around Orlando and da 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 da. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so oh my God. I was just like dying inside. I was like, Oh my God. JC, uh, I'm wanting to hang out. <laughs> This is like a fan fiction that somebody would write and then their friend would be like, you're an idiot. Like, this is never going to happen. <laughs> Nobody else, like, looking in would care if they didn't know Mickey Mouse Club. You know, like, it, it was just like, okay, who are you talking about? Who cares? Right. You know? So do you think that maybe he liked you or was he just being friendly, like, because you were a fan? I think, honestly, it was friendly because I was a fan. Like, I don't. I don't think there was like any form of attraction. I mean, I'm not like thinking on his side. I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure it was just like, Hey, like we need to meet up, you know, like just super friendly, just, you know, but I honestly don't think I would have wanted it any other way, you Aww. know, like it, it was just like, you know, cause people would ask me, Oh, did you, did you, you know, yeah. Did you get with him? You know, did you, da, da, da. And I was like, no, but I don't think I would have wanted to. I understand. I don't know that it would have been different. It would have changed the, I don't know, the landscape of it, I guess. Yeah. No, I feel this way about uh, certain people too. Like I would never wanted to interfere with me getting to see their music. If there was like a dating situation or a hookup situation, it's like then after maybe me showing up to like all these concerts might come off as like, Oh, she's desperate. Right. The music to me, as much as I I would love to like date and sync or any of them or whatever the music is the most important part to me so like I would never want to mess that up right right you know as me being just so shy and so like I guess like I, I wasn't thinking that way you know what I mean like, yeah. I, like I thought of him as like this you know yeah this high high above 
guy that was like unreachable, right? Like I was like, he's so handsome and he's just like, his voice is like butter and like, he's just so beautiful, you know, like all these things that like, it was like swoony to me. But at the same time, like, I just never thought, oh, yeah, like, we're going to hook up or, you know, I want to hook up with him. And it was nothing like that. That's probably why he kept keeping in touch with you and all of that. Yeah, for so maybe. Long. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't wanting anything, but to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was just like, yeah, I would love to be his friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What did you guys go and do together? Actually, we didn't. So he was like, we're rehearsing. You know, I'm not going to get out till pretty late. You know, he was like, but call me in like a couple hours. And so I was out and about with my friend and I kind of like had to do and go where they were going. You know, I didn't want to like infringe on their plans. You know, I was staying with them and I, I you know, my, my friends, they had their plans and we were hanging out actually with some of the kids because they lived in the same apartment complex and were friends with my friends. Some of the kids from the show, all that. <laughs> oh my God, who? So we were hanging out with this girl, Al Alyssa or Elisa. I can't remember. Alyssa, uh -huh. I think her name was. Uh -huh. Alyssa Reyes. I Brown think her hair. Name was. Yeah. Yeah. She was Hispanic. So, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm Hispanic too. <laughs> We're hanging out with her. And at the time she was dating Ricky Luna from the Mickey Mouse Club, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> wow. This world down there is like blowing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. They were all connected. So we were hanging out with her and then we went to uh, Keenan and Kel's apartment. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. So, and so we just hung out for, you know, the evening and I couldn't use the phone because Keenan was on the phone. I don't know who he was talking to. Maybe like a girl. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he was calling Justin like you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so he was on the phone and I, I didn't, I couldn't call JC back. Oh no. Because yeah. of Keenan. <laughs> yeah, I know. He got in the way. <laughs> God. And so eventually, I think I was nervous because it was getting pretty late. I was like, do I call back? Do I not call back? And so I think I finally did. And when I did, I think it was one of the moms. And they were like, I think it might have been Lynn. And she was like, oh, they're still in rehearsal. So I was like, okay. So I was just like, no, I'm not going to bother him again. Like that was, I was like, you can't go out any later than 11. I think, it, well, I think it might've been like 10. So I was like, I'm not going to go anywhere with <laughs> JC at like 11, 30, 12 at night. Right. You know what I mean? So I just took that as like, no, you know. So I think the next morning I ended up calling whoever answered was like, he's busy. And I was like, okay, well, can you tell him Anissa called? And they were like, oh, hold on. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> oh my God. I would have passed out. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got on the phone with him. I was like, hey, like, I'm sorry I didn't call back. He's like, I know you didn't call back. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. But he was like, no, it's okay. You know, and he was, and he was like, well, you know, like my family's here. They just got in today. And he was like, but I will see you at the show. And I was like, oh, okay, great. We talked for a little bit. And then I was like, I'm going to see him at the show. So then that day I went to the mall with my friends and Alyssa and I met Ricky Luna because he met up with us at the mall. <laughs> so I was like, here I am hanging out with a Musketeer. <laughs> like, this is so weird. So uh, it's just like such a small world in Orlando. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So the next day I went to the show and it was like an all day thing. 
I went with my friends who I was staying with. That's when I remember, I think she was like, oh, Joey Fatone, he goes to my school. <laughs> like, it was just like one of those type of things. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, like, I know who he is. He goes to my school. And they were they were doing their showcase several times over, right? Because they had to get the perfect video to send out to agents and stuff. Right. So they did each song like a good five or six times. And they were trying to figure out like the sound system and all that. It ran from like, I think, 9 a.m. to like 5 or 6 p.m. Wow. You are so lucky because you guys can watch that showcase. It is on YouTube. It was so good. I can't even imagine what you felt like sitting there because I feel like just watching it on YouTube, you can tell that they have to be going somewhere. Like their talent is just so raw. And how did you feel watching that? Like, did you get an inkling of like, oh, this is actually going to be something? I knew JC and Justin. I wasn't sure about the other guys. Like I was like, okay, who's this? Which one's Joey? Which one's Chris? Which one's Lance? Okay, Lance, I could remember. He, you know, he was the blonde hair, right? And I was like, okay, that's Lance. Like, okay. <laughs> which, one's, which one's Joey again? Okay, that one's Joey. That one's Chris. Okay. And then seeing them together, like, I don't necessarily remember. Like, I, I feel like it was almost like a blur. But luckily... I did have my video camera there and my friend was patient and gracious enough to record the entire thing for me. And I'm talking about like every single song, like Aww. over and over and over again. Like she recorded hours upon hours of video footage for me while I just stood there in the front and watched them. It was so cool. Like I was just like, this is like really neat. Like I was kind of like taking it all in. At the same time, it just didn't dawn on me how how special it was going to be later on. It was more so like I was focused on like, how am I going to meet JC? Is he going to see me? Does he recognize me? Like, <laughs> does he know who I am? Totally like, understandable. <laughs> like, and, you know, and then at times, Justin would look at me and he would just be like, you'd look at me and he'd point at me and I'd be like, does he know who I am? And then I'd be like, well, he must've gotten my letter. And in my letter, there was a picture. So like, I was like, well, he probably remembers me. It was just like, yeah, listening to all the songs and hearing the screams of the girls. And like, it just felt like it kept me going. Like I was like, oh, I thought MNC was over. It was like, oh, the end, what do I have to look forward to? And then here was Sync, And I was like, this is something to look forward to. And so that's how it felt for me. Like I was like, this is really cool. Listening to them too was just like, wow, these guys are really, really good. They've got something here, you know, like, like, but at the same time in the back of my mind too, I was like, well, boy bands aren't really a big thing in the States. Are they Mm going to hit? But then again, I really wasn't thinking about like, oh, there's all these logistics to it. Like I wasn't thinking on that level of like, well, they got to get a record deal and they, this is what's got to happen. And they've got to be famous and this and that. And to me, I was already like, they're already famous to me. Like, it's just like, yeah, they're already like, these guys are already cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> Did any certain song stand out to you that you remember? Definitely. I thought she knew was that one where I was like, wow, they're singing without any music. And it sounds amazing. It's my all time favorite in sing song. Yeah. Same. The other songs were like, well, Given to Me was a big one too. Like I was just like, this is a really sexy song. And they're like shaking their butts out yes. there and they look really handsome, all those guys. like Written like, by JC and yes. Tony Luca <laughs> and Dale, right? Which were my favorite trio in the MMC. Like I was just like, oh yeah, like this is the best. And, and part of me did think to myself, I was like, why aren't they in the group? Like right, why couldn't right. they have 
why couldn't they have broken off of MMC and joined them? Like, you know, like I was just kind of like, who are these new guys? Why didn't they get get some MMC guys in there? But like, I could tell that style was very like R&B, very like, you know, sexy. I was like, ooh, like this is nice. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I really liked that one. But I thought she knew was just beautiful. Um, I think during Tell Me That I'm Dreaming, they would give roses to the audience. And mm-hmm. I think Joey at one point gave me a rose, which was really nice. So I was like, oh, he gave me a rose. I like Joey now. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're cool. <laughs> I don't remember who gave me a, a t-shirt. One of them gave me a t-shirt. I think it might've been JC, but it was like, as I was in the audience, I was in the front, you know, at first I wasn't. And then I kind of squeezed my way up to the front. <laughs> Good for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. So I made my way up there and. I think it was during the end, like during the national anthem, my friend was signaling to me because she was like standing on this. There was like a a second floor that was level to the stage. She was signaling to me that the battery on the video camera had run out. So I rushed up there and was switching the battery for her and they went off stage and I didn't know that that was the end of the show. But I saw them, there was like a glass partition type thing. And I saw them leaving out the this door to the back stage area. And, um, and I was like, I think they're done. And then the guy came out and announced like, okay, it's over, you guys can go home or whatever, they're gonna sign stuff, you know, and I was like, you know what, like, if I just go right around the corner, I can get back there. So I was like, what the heck, man, I'm just gonna go for it. I don't know if it's restricted. I don't know. Like, I'm just gonna go back there. So I just went around and I just yelled out because JC was nearby and I yelled out JC's name. And he turned around and he was like, hey, there's my artiste. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. And he went and he gave me a hug. And he was like, how did you like the show? And you know, we just talked for a little bit. It was nice to meet finally meet him, you know? Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, let me get you, let me get you something, you know? And so he went back there and he was like, kind of like looking around this back area. And Justin kind of kept looking over at me. And I was like, okay, I better just like tell him who I am. Because he kept looking throughout the show. He would look at me like, I know you, right? <laughs> so finally I went up to him and I was like, hi, I'm Anissa. And he was like, I've talked to you on the phone before. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you have. So I thought that was nice that he remembered. JC gave me a hat and it said like NSYNC on the hat. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, girl, I would not get rid of any of that. Oh, good, <laughs> good. Uh, so I have all of that that stuff. That he, he gave me a shirt and a cap and I kept the cap and the shirt. I did not keep the rose. <laughs> yeah. I did for a long time, like it dried out. And then he was signaled to me to take me somewhere. And I was like, I don't know where he's taking me. But he was leading me like around past the stage and I didn't, I didn't know where he was going. This and is Justin? JC. JC, okay. Yeah. So he was like, come here, come here, you know, and I was like following him. And my friend, luckily, thank God for her, she never stopped recording. Even if I would tell her, hey, stop, you know, <laughs> she just would not stop recording. She was like my own documentarian, you know, like she was like my doc, you know, making a documentary or something. That's perfect because I feel like this would be hard to believe if I didn't actually like... Yeah. see it because it's just so amazing you know yeah and that's how I felt too like I was like if you had not recorded that I I don't think I would remember it as as vividly but I think it like helps it was good to have that you can see him like leading me over and taking me someplace where I didn't know he was taking me you know right and then all of, all of a sudden I just see this woman coming down the stairs and he says you know Anissa this is my mom mom this is Anissa 
Aww. And and she was like, hi, you look just like your picture. And she gave me a hug. And, you know, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm meeting JC's mom. You know, like, this is wild. You know, <laughs> she talked to me for a bit. And JC was like, oh, I've got to go and, you know, get cleaned up. I'm stinky. But, you know, he was like, you know, talk to my mom for a little bit, you know. And so um, I talked to her and she was like, come here. Like, I would like you to meet JC's dad and brother. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, I went and I met JC's dad and, and Tyler, his brother. And it was in this small little room where a bunch of people were. And then she was like, here's Lou Perlman. And she was oh, like, this is, this is their manager. And I was like, hi, you know, and he shook my hand and he was like, he was like, you know, Karen sent me a fax of the portrait that you did of JC. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I was kind of in shock. Like, oh, Okay. And he's like, and yeah, we we're thinking about like, maybe you could like do a sketch of each guy and we could put it on t-shirts or something. <gasps> and I was like, oh, okay. You know, and he's like, that would be great. You know, if you could do something like that for us. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, yeah, I'll talk to my mom, you know? And yeah, like I, I was just kind of like in shock. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. After that, I really just didn't know what to do from there. Like Karen, you know, took me back downstairs and she was like, that would be great, you know, and it's really great that you came to visit your friend and stay with your friend and get to meet, you know, Josh and, you know, whatever. And, and so it was really great to like meet them. And, and I didn't know what to do from there. And I knew my friends like were probably tired and I felt bad for them. And I was like, well, okay, let's go. Like, let's, let's head home. I came to do what I, what I wanted to do. I met JC, you know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. I was just like, okay, like, let's go. I didn't even know that they were like giving out posters and headshots and meeting everybody and going to sign for everybody. And, you know, like, I didn't know that. I I didn't know that they stuck around to do that. So we were hungry. You know, we were there from like, you know, 9am to 530 or six without any food. We were starving. After that, I think we went to Planet Hollywood and we saw Arnold Schwarzenegger there. So that was fun. You're like a celebrity <laughs> magnet. You're like with NSYNC, Keenan and Kel, Arnold, like Britney, you're calling Britney. Like it's crazy. I know. Like it was just so odd. Well, it seemed like your footage of the guys was at Planet Hollywood. Was that the same day or? So no, this was a year later. I went home, told my story to everybody that I could. Most of them didn't care. Oh, they would care in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. I would even like, like I made copies of their concert because I had them on VHS, you know? And so like I would dub them and I would make copies and I would give them to people. I'd be like, here, watch this. And they would like watch some of it and they'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, here it is. Here's it. Keep it. You know, like they'd like give it back to me. And I'd be like, why isn't anybody as interested in it as I am? (laughs) You were on the front lines. (laughs) Yeah. So every now and then I would just call and talk to JC on the phone. I'd be like, you know what? I want to see what they're up to. I would just talk to JC every now and then. He was so nice. We would just talk like it was just weird I'd just be like yeah let me check let me check in let's see how he's doing and I I was always like surprised that he actually wanted to talk to me like I was just like and that's why I would be like so nervous like I just never wanted to like be a bother Mm -hmm. so I would like hold back a lot you know like some of my friends would talk to them all the time like they would call them all the time and they were like well why don't you why don't you call and talk to them I'm like because I don't want to bother them like they're probably busy they they have lives you know right I'm just like I'm not gonna I'm not going to call them every two weeks or every week or whatever. Like maybe I could have been closer to them if I had, you know, but like at the same time, I was like, no, like, I don't want them to be like annoyed with me. Yeah. Like I was just like, 
You know what I mean? Not to say that they were with anybody else because they appreciated everybody. Mm -hmm. But I just was very like just shy. Even then I didn't know what to talk about. I was like, there's like nothing going on in my life. What am I going to talk about? (laughs) Eventually, like my dad was like, well, I really want to go to Orlando to go to like a Daytona NASCAR race. Right. And so I was like, well, why don't we go? And while you're doing that in Daytona, I can stay with my friend in Orlando. So we planned a vacation. I was kind of like, well, yeah, hopefully I can see JC. But it wasn't anything like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to hang out with all of them. I really didn't think of that. It just so happened that I was talking to a friend of mine who became a a pen pal whom I had never met in person. And she had met the NSYNC guys. And her and her friend were going to Orlando at the same time that I was going to Orlando. So I was just like, this is great. Like, I can meet you guys. And so that was my plan was like, like, I get to meet these pen pals that I've been talking to for like a year. And so we went and it just like, it's just so weird. It, everything was so about timing. But my, my parents and I and my sister, we were going to go to Disneyland or Disney World. And we decided like, no, you know what? Like, it's too, it's too much. Like, we're tired. We were traveling. Like, let's just go to World of Disney, I think. Or, you know, like the area where it's like just Disney shops. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called. And so we just went there and I ended up running into my friends. And we were like, oh my God, what are you doing here? And they were like, we were just shopping. What are you doing here? I'm like, shopping. But they had another friend that was from Orlando that knew Joey. So they were like, we're all going to go and see Joey at Universal right now. What are you up to? Do you want to go with us? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I want to go with you guys. Like, that would be cool. Like, I get to meet Joey. You know, I left my parents there to shop with my sister. And I went to Universal with my friends. And they knew a, a secret way to sneak in and for free. And they got me in for free. And so we were just like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have paid. But you know, whatever. <laughs> we were young. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't have money. I saw your uh, your footage of Joey performing. Was it like a, a Wolfman or Werewolf show? Since I, I ended up going two days. So that first day, he was dressed as Wolfman. We saw him perform. And then afterwards, we would go to the back where he would kind of like, it was like a little back area where he would rest between sets or whatever. And so we were talking there for a while. Like, you know, he didn't really know who I was. I just introduced myself and we were talking. And I think I at one point said my name or I said something. And at this point, my mom had already drawn those, like a picture of each guy. Oh, well, by the way, I didn't get to talk about, but like throughout that year that, you know, from the showcase to then, I didn't have any photos to of the guys to draw portraits from like how Lou Pearlman had wanted these portraits. I had written Miss Chazay, Karen, that I was nice to meet her and all that stuff. And I was like, but I didn't get any pictures of the guys, like any good quality pictures from their performance. If she had any photos that she could give to me as reference, because I was like, you can't just look online for a picture of Lance or Chris or Joey. There's no internet, you know, they're not on the internet. Like, you know, so I asked her, I was like, is there a way to get photos of them? So she was like, oh, I I had no idea you didn't get photos or posters or pictures. So she sent me a care package and she sent me their poster and she sent me their eight by 10 photos of the group together. So from that, my mom and I were able to kind of get their sketches and like draw that out. And I was like, if these are going to go on t-shirts, my mom's going to do them, not me. So she drew them and she sent them, we sent them to um, Miss Chazay. So eventually nothing really came of them, like came out of that. So I was like, if nothing really came of it, you can give them to the guys, like each of their families, if they want to keep them or whatever. And she was like, oh, that's a good idea. So her. Sorry to interrupt everybody. 
But if you're loving what you hear in this episode, you might want to subscribe to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessicast. There you will find all my bonus content. So you will have access to 55 plus bonus episodes, video episodes, and you get all my public episodes a week early, ad-free, and you get them in an extended cut, kind of like the director's cut of a movie. So if you want some extra content from the Ashley and Jessicast, please go to patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessicast where you can subscribe at the $5 or the $10 tier. You're charged once per month and you can cancel online anytime. Back to the episode. I would chat back and forth you know like she would write me letters and I would send her letters and it, she was just very very sweet and very nice of her to do that you know she sent each guy the portrait that's so awesome <laughs> yeah so I didn't even think about like telling Joey that as I was there talking with him and at some point he just connected it and he was like oh my god you're the girl with the portrait and I was like oh yeah yeah that's me <laughs> And he was like, oh my God, yeah, that's you. I know who you are, you know? And I was like, yeah, you know? And so that's how he got to like put two and two together. He was like, yeah, you're JC's friend. I was like, yeah. So then he was like, well, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Like, what are you guys up to? And we were like, oh, well, we're actually coming to Universal, but with our families. And he was like, well, you guys should invite Justin and Lance. They're they're not doing anything. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. He was like, well, they have school in the morning. And he's like, and then Lance has a job. So I don't know if he can, but, you know, maybe Justin can come in and join you guys. And then you can come and visit with us, you know, or you can, you know, hang out with us. And so we were like, oh, okay, great. So my friends are the ones that like kind of set it all up. And so they were like, yeah, Justin's going to come and, you know, meet with us tomorrow. I remember thinking like, he probably doesn't remember me. So I just remember like I was facing my friend and my friend was like, oh, there he is. He's coming, you know, and she would be real nervous. And I was like, oh, come on. They're just guys, you know, get over it. <laughs> but inside I was like they're yeah they're guys they're but they're in sync guys <laughs> but you know he like comes up and I finally turn around and I'm like oh he got like taller and he got like older he's kind of cute <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so yeah he just like I just said uh hi I'm I'm Anissa and he was like I know who you are you're the artist <laughs> I was like nice to see you he gave me a big hug and and we just hung out like we went on rides we went on Jaws we went you know we played like skee ball he played some milk can things of course he got in like the baseball in on the first try uh, you know we just messed up like we were just joking around playing around he was there with a couple other friends it was just a fun day and he was just so nice with me and he would flirt with me and I'd be like I don't know how to flirt back oh my god <laughs> just like but at the same time it was like at some point we were like walking down the park and he turned around to me and he was like draw me <laughs> and I was like what I was like right now and he like rolled his eyes and he's like no not right now when you get home He's like, I want, I want a portrait. I want you to draw me. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just thought about it. Like, okay, that's weird. You know, like you already got a portrait, you know, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and I just said, you know, Hey, if you want me to draw a picture of you, you're going to have to go over there and pose for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, go over there. Let me take some pictures. And he was trying to be like really serious and kind of look off to the side, you know, kind of give like a pose. And I was like waiting for him to look at the camera and I'm like, what is he doing? He would be like, you took too long. And then he'd look and then I'd take the picture and then he'd be like, oh my God, like, and so he came out like 
with eyes closed and, you know, like just like silly stuff. And then he'd pose silly instead of posing like the way I needed him to pose for a good quality photograph so I could, you know, draw him. Right. <laughs> you know, I was like, I need a good picture if I'm going to draw you, dude. You need to like stay still. But yeah, it was fun. It was just, it was a fun time. And then while we were there hanging out with Joey and Justin back in the backstage, because that day Joey played Phantom of the Opera. Which was, I think, easier for him because he didn't have that big fur thing on. Half his face wasn't, you know, painted the way mm-hmm. a Wolfman suit would be painted. So the day that I saw him that was on my video was Phantom of the Opera because my family was there and they were able to record it and stuff like that. Um, so they met my family too. Like they met my parents and that was pretty cool. And when we were hanging out with Joey and Justin, they were telling us about this pen pal meetup that was happening at planet Hollywood the next day, which I didn't even know about. And I was just like, this is so odd that this pen pal meetup of people from all over like the U S are all meeting at this certain time. And it just so happened that we're I'm there at the same time. It just blew my mind. Like, I was just like, how is this happening? Like, and so they were like, well, did you hear about this pen pal meetup? And you know, whatever. And I was like, no, I hadn't heard of it. And they were like, well, you know, we'll go if you guys go. <laughs> you know, they were like, you know, we were kind of invited and we weren't sure. But you know, if you guys are gonna be there, we'll go, you know, or whatever. And I was like, okay. And they were like, well, maybe we can have lunch before they get there. So we were like, okay. And they were like, and Chris comes in back to town, you know, tomorrow or tonight, or I don't know, something, it was something like that. Lance wouldn't be working because he was working that day. And and I was like, well, JC go. And they were like, no, he won't go. (laughs) (laughs) I was always trying to get JC. I was like, is JC ever going to visit, like visit me? Like, come on. Like I would try to like get him to like go out and he would just be like, oh no. JC still doesn't show up for things. (laughs) No kidding. I'm like, I should not be surprised <laughs> that he didn't go to the MMC reunion. I was like, come on, JC, come on. So I kind of got a little salty toward him because I was like, why doesn't he want to hang out? What's his problem? Yeah, I mean, you're the artist, <laughs> your mom, but you, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I was just kind of like, whatever. So the next day we went to Planet Hollywood. We went to reserve a table and the guys got there and all the JC, of course. But I remember my friend called him from the payphone, of course, and she was like oh are they on their way or and JC had answered and he was telling her like yeah they're on their way they're about to you know head over there and this and that whatever and she was like oh like do you want to talk to Anissa and I was like no I don't want to talk to him right now (laughs) (laughs) I was like I don't want to talk to him he was like hey I was like hi where are you (laughs) yeah I was like you're not even coming at the time he was actually auditioning for Beetlejuice so he was trying to get a job at Universal. So that day he had to go and audition. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, okay, I guess you're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's him, right? Like all about the business. Like they would always say that he would always be saying like, guys, we have to get up early tomorrow. Like we have a photo shoot. We have to make sure we're in good shape. And the guys would be out like partying or whatever. And JC would just be in his room sleeping. <laughs> yeah. He was like the papa bear. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... You know, I understood. So, um, yeah, the guys, you know, they had lunch with us. Chris was so funny and just like Lance was just awesome. Like he was a little shy. I could tell he was a little shy. So he was more quiet than the others. But, you know, it was just so nice to hang out with them. And then Joey was working and then he got out of work because he came later than everybody else. The three guys came at the same time, like Lance. Justin and Chris all got there at the same time and then Joey joined in later after he was done with work so yeah we just goofed around like everybody took turns using my camera you know stuff like that so it was just really really fun and then people started coming in from the pen pal thing and you know they started passing out headshots and 
signing them for people. So I got my own little headshots, except like personalized, except for JC, of course, because he wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) Rude. It was so rude. But yeah, it was so fun. And I just remember like afterwards we moved it outside because it was kind of getting crowded and more people were showing up. And there was this group of foreigners from Europe. And as soon as they heard boy band, they like started swarming them and asking for autographs and pictures. Oh my gosh. And it just got kind of crazy. And they were like, we were just outside. I guess they, they saw them and just kind of like asked, or I don't, I don't even remember how it happened, but all these foreigners started asking them for autographs. And I was just like, Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. You know? And it got hectic for a while, you know? <laughs> how long before that was, uh, I mean, how long before they went to Europe was that? Two weeks. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was that the last time you saw them? So I think it was like two, two and a half weeks later that they actually got their record deal. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad, oh, I was so upset because my dad like totally messed up some recording because him and Justin were goofing off on my video camera. He was doing like Justin was doing some kind of like, what's that guy's name? Leech, Carmen Leech impression, like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh, Robin Leech. <laughs> Robin Leach. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So he was doing like an impression of him and he's like, welcome to the lifestyles of the rich and famous. And my dad was like, what I thought recording it, but he didn't, he actually turned it off thinking that he had turned it on. I was so pissed off because <laughs> so, it was really funny. Like he was like, this is Justin Timberlake, you know, like whatever, <laughs> performing in front of the planet Hollywood. And I don't know. Right. So then my dad stops recording, but records our feet. Right. And as he's recording our feet, he's talking to Justin and Justin's telling him, like, we're trying to get our record deal. We're trying to this, that, whatever, like something about just trying to get out there and sell themselves and trying to get a deal and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so weird. I didn't really realize how poignant that line would be. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like I left and I think two and a half weeks later, they got their record deal. And I remember talking to Justin soon after that. And he was like, yeah, we went and we recorded our new song and you know all this stuff and he's like and we're gonna tour and we're gonna have our own bus and I was like you gotta be careful over there in Europe because I hear they like tear guys clothes off and he was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) but I had a friend actually from Germany who was telling me she was like if they come over here to be a boy band and tour like they are gonna get huge they're gonna get famous like super famous and I was like oh, really? She was telling me, she was like, they go crazy. Like they tear the guy's clothes off. Like they better be careful. It was just so funny, but like, it was exciting. Like I was excited for them. One of the people that I met when I was hanging out with them there was um, Carrie Sellers. And she actually, you know, stayed with them throughout their careers. And she's just, she's an amazing woman. Like she's been working with them forever. So, and so she would ever, and now and then I would get to talk to her and she would tell me from time to time, like what they were up to. And then she would tell me like, are you going to send me like a copy of the videos and the pictures that you guys took? And, and I'd be like, Oh, you guys actually want those. And she's like, are you kidding me? They love to watch themselves. Send them over. Like they want to <laughs> see them. And so I would send like copies of the photos and like the home videos and stuff like that. She would tell me, she was like, Oh, they just loved you guys. Like they made JC feel so bad that he didn't go. <laughs> and I was like, good. <laughs> She was like, they had so much fun and they gave JC such a hard time because he didn't go. And they were like, man, you missed out, you know? Oh my gosh, so. good. He got what he deserved. 
<laughs> so yeah, so they like, you know, had the videos and they like had the pictures that we all took together and I would I'd be silly and write funny captions on them and stuff like that. And then I did eventually draw a picture for Justin. I was like, okay, like I'll attempt to do this on my own. And so, you know, I took one of the photos that I had of him and I, and I drew a picture for him. I did. Of course, I did have my mom help me <laughs> every now and then. I was like, I can't get his curls right. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I was like, I can't do hair. I don't know how to do this. So yeah, I sent that to him. And I think it was like the next year that I went to visit my friends again. I had just graduated from high school. So I took another trip to see my friends and I got to visit their house because Carrie was there, but they weren't there. They were already at this point touring, touring in Europe. So they had like a bunch of like pictures that fans would give them. They had like pictures and letters all over and they would read them. And I saw like, you know, my pictures on the wall and, you know, they and Justin had put the portrait that I drew. He put it on the wall and I spent time with Steve, Joey's brother, I think for a little while. And, and we went to Joey's house and I met his folks and he had um, the portrait that my mom did. He had it framed on his wall. And I was wow. like, oh, that's so cool. Like, that's so cool that they like cared enough to put those portraits on there. And even um, Mrs. Chazay, she sent me pictures of the portrait that she had put on the wall. She had gotten it, you know, matted and framed and I mean, beautifully put on, on their wall, you know, and I was wow. just like, this is so cool. Like they really appreciate the artwork. Yeah, especially for you to even be like visiting their house and visiting Joey's brother and you know that I mean that's a level of involvement that most artists don't get into with their fans exactly yeah and I mean they were so open you know they were just their families were so so kind you know I think one time I had called and asked for Justin and she was like oh well he's busy you know whatever and she was like can I ask who's calling and I said oh this is Anissa and she was like oh hi honey and she started talking to me and I was like you know who I am <laughs> she's like of course I do the boys talk about you all the time and I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. You know, like, cause to me, it was just like, oh yeah, they talk about me. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is so cool. So, you know, it was really special, you know, I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so you said that every time you would want to see NSYNC after that, like after they came back and everything, JC would always ensure that you had a ticket, right? He would like put you on the list or something. Yeah, so they were touring in Europe. And then when they started coming like to the States to try to make it, they... I think we're about to release their album or had just released it. I can't quite remember, but they were starting to play clubs first, like very small clubs. And uh, this was in like March of 98. I was talking to a, my friend that hung out with them and she was like, I think they're going to go to like someplace in Texas. And I said, what place? And she was like, I don't know. I think they said Padre Island. And I was like, are you kidding me? And she was like, no, why is that? And I was like, that's like an hour from me. I was like, you've got to be joking. I called Carrie and I was like, are they coming to Padre Island? She's like, yeah, they're going to Padre Island. I was like, oh my God, they're coming like right close to me. Like, I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I'm going to finally get them to see them perform. Like, you know, I had a friend in Germany and she would send me there anytime they released a CD, anytime they were on TV, she would record it for me. She would send me magazine covers. I would see that they were huge over there and I'd see those video recordings. And I mean, I had to go through a lot to see them too. I had to like take them to a special place where they would like transfer them from like Germany version to US version. And it would cost me like $80 and like, I'd just be like wanting to see their performances and what they were doing over there. And then what I would do was I'd make copies and I would send it to them because they would want to see it, Aww. you know? So I was like, you know, send them to them. And, you know, so 
but this was like the first time I was going to get to see them perform since the showcase. So I was so excited. So yeah, they came to my turf, you know, like I was just like, this is so cool. So I met them at the airport. It was a small airport. It was the Harlingen airport and nobody knew who they were, you know, like it was, they had, I want you back was out on the radio and I was so excited that they were out on the radio. Um, and they barely started getting some traction on MTV, but uh, this was the first time that I was going to see them actually perform after having gotten a record deal. So they got to the airport. I hung out with them at the airport. I think they went to do an interview at our radio station and like nobody called in with questions. And I was like, I felt so bad because I called in, but I was like, I forgot where the radio station is. Can you give me the directions? Like, I just felt so bad. Like, I was like, oh my God, like nobody's calling in for questions. Why aren't they calling in? You know, and I, it just was so odd. And then I saw them, they were at, performing at this nightclub and it was spring break. And at first people were throwing cans at them, empty cups at them. Oh, they were shooting no. them finger. Yeah, like I was just like, oh my God, like their first song, they come out and they're like, they don't have the reception that you think they're going to have. You know what I mean? Like people were like, these guys are so not cool. Within the next two songs, they were cheering for them. And by the end of the set, like when I Want You Back was their last song, everybody was like, oh my God, I know who these guys are. Like, <laughs> it was just like, so interesting to see the transition of the audience go from like, who the F are these guys like you know like we don't want to see these you know boy bandy guys to like in the middle being like hey these guys are actually really good to then like the end being like oh my god we know who these are these guys rock you know <laughs> or whatever and it was just like really cool to see it you know like from one end to the other is just really neat so then the next day we just went to the the airport again and we just hung out at the gate because we could it was before 9-11 so there wasn't as much security. So we just sat at the gate and just waited for them to catch their flight. And I just remember thinking like, you know, this is great. You know, I'll keep in touch with them, you know, whatever. And then soon after they had their Disney special, like a few months later, and it just all skyrocketed for them. And I just thought, oh, I'm never going to see these guys again. <laughs> They're so famous. So. But you did, right? Because I know I saw one of your pictures. Justin has his cornrows. So was that no strings attached? <laughs> yeah. So after that, my friend wanted me to go to a concert with her and she was in Dallas. So I went out there with her and Brittany was opening for them. And this was like they were doing their own, finally, like their own tour type arena type thing. It's just a complex, complicated story how it happened. So I don't know if I should go through all the details with you but basically I ended up seeing JC and he was like oh my god I'm so happy to see you and by this point that like the crowds were going crazy for them so we met up with them after their show at their hotel <laughs> it was so funny because they weren't gonna come like they weren't gonna come out and you know hang out with just anybody right so it was like my the friend that I was hanging out with her mom had a connection with somebody in the bodyguard and then they asked like if they could meet us and they were like only for a little bit but then they were like no you missed your chance and then the, the girl was like well tell them Anissa's here <laughs> and, then, and then they called they called back and they were like okay get to this floor right now but she better be with you <laughs> and like so we went we got there and like JC was like there you are you know like and he was like I didn't know it was you so like we were just you know hanging out in the hallway with the guys and and it was so funny because the girls girls would find out where they were and so like at one point the elevator doors opened and there was like a huge crowd of girls and they were just like oh my god you know and the bodyguard would have to be like no no go keep going close the elevator and they, they would look at me and they'd be like 
well, she's hanging out with him. And like JC would be like, well, I'm catching up with an old friend. And they're like, oh, you know, and then the doors would close and then you would just hear them screaming. <laughs> JC and Lance are just like, oh, my God. You know, they would just laugh and we'd laugh. And I said, I can't believe this. I was like, how are you guys liking this? And they were like, oh, man, we love it. You know, oh we can't gosh. believe it. Like, we love it. You know, and I, and I was just like, I just never thought I would see you guys again. And JC was like, look, my phone number changes all the time. It has to. He was like, whenever you need something, let my mom know and she will get to me and I will get you what you need. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> like, I was like, okay. And, you know, when I would be like, okay, well, I don't want to like overextend that. I don't want to, you know, do anything that would, you know, take advantage of them. Because honestly, like there were times when people would take advantage of me and that's because I didn't know them the way their families did or their best friends did, or even, you know, being them. It was like, I did not, I did not want to like use them or make them feel used in any way. Right. You know, and, and it kind of was difficult because it's like they get to this level and you're like, I, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to like step on their toes. I don't want to like, they're so busy. Like they're on another level now. Like it's not the same. I didn't want to overuse it or abuse it in any way. I think it is so sweet how you and JC just kind of had this like platonic little connection that he kept finding important even though there were so many you know at first it was probably like just a couple girls calling him and then it was like you know maybe dozens and then hundreds and then suddenly it's like nobody's calling anymore because he's just on tour all the time and now he has like millions of fans and for him to keep that connection with you and not just say like okay yeah like see ya or whatever I think it really goes to show that he sensed that genuineness that he has like I feel like he sensed that in you because you weren't just a hanger on or like trying to get something from him yeah, like it, that was the thing. It's like we did very much like I just enjoyed talking with him, you know, like yeah. it, it was just good conversation, you know, and, and it felt like I was talking to somebody I knew forever, like a, a friend. It wasn't like I was, yeah, trying to get anything from him or like, ooh, I want to be with him. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like that, you know. Did you find him as mysterious as I do? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't know. But there were times like, I think like at that performance at South Padre, I think he sang Sailing. Mm -hmm. And I was right up to the stage because it was just like a small stage, you know. And there was like a point where he was singing to me. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I have to look away. Like, I was just like, oh, wow, your eyes are so beautiful. I can't right now. Like, stop singing to me that voice. Like, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, he was just so talented. Like I, I just had a, a reverence for that, for about him. Like he was just such a good performer. I wasn't sure if I really saw him as mysterious. I, I just saw him as this really talented guy. But, you know, honestly, I started kind of after, after I hung out with Justin at Planet Hollywood, I will say I had a little bit of a crush on that guy. Like I started, it's funny because I started with JC, but J, with JC, it almost became like this comfortableness that became like a friendship mm -hmm. and I, I started kind of crushing on on Justin and it was like this little bit of like oh hi <laughs> like we just kind of you know giggle around each other you know it was just kind of like oh hi 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 you know and <laughs> you know it was just like he'd flirt with me all the time and I'd be like oh my goodness Oh, and then like my friends would always tell me like, oh, like when he hugged you, he was just like, oh, he just breathed you in. It was so sweet, you know, and it, it was just such a, you know, an appreciation of each other. I think, you know, like I said, with like, I was closest to, to them 
And I think it was, it was just that connection of like having called them or talked to them first, you know? Yeah. Um, and Justin remembered you when you went to see him, which tour was it? Was it his 2020 experience one? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I hadn't seen him like talked to him in person since like, uh, you know, no strings. So I saw him backstage for that. And I think the first thing I told him that day was like, oh my God, Justin, your hair. <laughs> and I'd like touched his cornrows and he was like, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> At least he knew. I, I'm glad to hear that he, he realized. Yeah, because I think that's the first thing I told him was like, oh my God, Justin, your hair. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I I hadn't seen him or, you know, talked to him forever. And then, um, yeah, I thought he wouldn't recognize me, but it ended up being that that was, you know, his mom's reserved table or something. And, and when he, right when he saw me, he was like, I'm glad you made it. And I was like, oh my God, like this was, he knew. So did like, he, he knew I was, did, did Lynn invite you to that? No, actually it was Carrie who, you know, still works for him to this day, I believe. Oh, okay. So yeah, Carrie was the one who got in touch with me and she was like, don't you live near San Antonio? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you're not coming to the show. I was like, I don't have tickets. <laughs> so I was like, I'm poor right now. I don't have tickets. And I was like, and it's sold out. And she's like, well, if you can make it in an hour, he goes on in an hour. And I was just like, oh my God. And so I just assumed they were from her, you know, like, and so when I opened the the envelope at will call I was just like uh this is a VIP ticket like I thought it was gonna be like off to the side somewhere you know like I did not expect that so oh my gosh like I, I love Carrie forever for that like she just you know and I think at, at the time was like it was like a particularly rough time that time for me and it just kind of it reinvigorated me because I was just like oh my gosh like I did not expect this at all and Aww. It, it just kind of turned things around for me for there from there, you know, like it was just kind of like a breath of fresh air and a, and a gift, you know, to me that I'm just forever grateful to her for like, and, you know, and I don't know, some of, you know, our friends, they were like, well, that was, you know, they were the ones that told me like, that wasn't, you know, that was him. Like that was his table. Like that was his mom's table. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know, like, you know how true it is because it didn't come straight from the horse's mouth or anything but like when he saw me he was just like hey like uh, glad you made it you know and I was just like wait what <laughs> and I was I said something stupid like how are you or like something dumb like that <laughs> hey what's and up like, hey what's going on I haven't seen you in 20 years but you seem to be doing pretty well right <laughs> yeah like <laughs> But, you know, he, you know, was about to turn back and then he turned around and he said, that's the best seat there, baby. Aww. And he, like, walked out. He always used to call me baby. That's the nice thing about that, too. Like, you're like, hey, baby. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> like, I'd just be, like, giggly, you know. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, so that was nice. That was nice to have that, too, you know. Like, it was kind of like a nice little a closure because before that, it was like the last time I had really talked to him was in NSYNC, which – he was always sweet to me. He was always so, so kind to me. It's like he has this gift, I think, of like making people who are in front of him like you are the most special person in the world. Like he just has that gift of doing that. Like I just was like, wow, that's that's a gift right there for that guy. Like he just knows how to make people feel special. 
And he would treat me that way. Like he treated me very, very kindly. And I was just like, this guy is really, really just top notch. You know, like he's a good, good man. How do you feel about the fandom being kind of split on Justin? Because I've had people contact me that, you know, think he is the devil. And then I have had other people contact me that still love him just as much as back in the day. And I know a lot of fans were upset with him for a while because they felt like he was the reason why InSync wasn't reuniting. And now the rumor is that it's more JC that is. He wants to wait until everything is absolutely perfect and he wants to do it exactly the right way and all these things. So how do you feel about like the Justin backlash? I don't know, because I think at some point I kind of felt, I've kind of felt moments of that. Like I was like, oh, what? He's too famous to go and see his friends. Right, right, right. (laughs) Like, you know, like, you know, so I don't, I don't blame them. And I think like, maybe he can be a little bit more closed off. I would, I would see moments where like, let's say fans would be meeting him and he would be great to me and then all of a sudden like he would kind of just be like okay whatever to everybody else and then they'd be like this was the first time I was gonna meet him and he just uh," you know and Mm. and I'd be like well you know you gotta understand he's being pulled all these different ways like he gets this all the time (laughs) maybe it's just more about the art for him or maybe it's this or maybe it's that you don't know like but at the same time I can see where there could be some you know I've had friends who you know, knew him that are just kind of like, well, whatever, like, I'm mad at him. Oh, I I see how he's acted with certain people. And I see how he's behaved. And, you know, and I'm like, well, like, nobody's perfect. And nobody can stay on 24 seven, maybe it's because he is who he is. And he's being his self like himself, you know, and like, not everybody can be on all the time. Um, At the same time, like, I don't know, like, I've felt that before. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was like, oh, he's too famous now. Like, you know, for a long time after NSYNC, like I lived in LA for a good, you know, five, six years and I was terrified to ever run into him anywhere. And I would see people all the time. I would see famous people all the time. I would help them out. I would, in my job, I would see people all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I did, you know, and I would run into Joey every now and then and, you know, and it was great. He was wonderful. Like I was so nervous to ever run into him because I was like, I think it would be heartbreaking for me to like see him and him be like indifferent or be just like you know like oh yeah hey and like just leave or like be right near him and you just say hi real quick and disappear you know because I was like to me it was like man you know I would talk to him on the phone he would be so wonderful to me like you know one time he saved me from a crowd of girls you know scrap you know scrunching me up you know and he like saved me from the crowd and like you know so like Just, you know, there were so many good moments between him and I where it was, you know, like I was like, man, like, you know, I have such a special place in my heart for him because he was just so wonderful to me. But at the same time, I was so nervous that one day he would just totally ignore me or be like indifferent or not care. So I just never wanted to run into him. So I think for me seeing him at that 2020 tour and him remembering me and being, you know, like, hey, that's the best seat there, you know, or whatever. And it was just like, oh, okay, like, we're good. We're good. You know, if it had to end that way, I'm glad it ended that way. Because like I said, I had that moment of like, well, he's too famous now. Yeah. You know, he's, he doesn't care. He, he's too famous. Like, and he doesn't want to get together with NSYNC. Although the, in the back of my mind, I was like, it might not be him. You know, like it might be JC. So I always kind of felt that in the back of my mind that I was like, it might not be him. I think it was definitely him for years, but 
then things started to kind of change and and I felt that during because I definitely I've gone through a lot where I was like I am not a fan of Justin so but then when Lance did his amazing 20-year anniversary podcast series where he interviewed each of them individually I you know went and listened to the Justin one and I kind of went into it like is he gonna be so guarded and he's not gonna say anything because he like would never talk about NSYNC in interviews and it was so weird and then he gave this amazing interview Mm -hmm. and he was so humble and sweet and really listened to everything Lance was saying and like had great answers and I definitely encourage anyone listening because I know a lot of my listeners also are like very unhappy with him uh you know to (laughs) listen to that because um it definitely gave me a a little bit of a different perspective on him because like I said during NSYNC I loved him JC was my favorite but Justin was right up there and it really reminded me of that Justin that, like, I fell in love with as a kid, I feel like. Like, I was like, oh, he's still in there. Like, he's not just this big superstar. He's still Justin, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's what – it's kind of weird because, like, I, I have these two versions of Justin. The Justin that I knew and then the Justin that I know as the performer and the famous person. And I can't – I couldn't quite mesh the two together, like – when I see Justin on TV and everything, it's like, oh, well, he's Justin Timberlake. But then when I would see him like in person, if I would see him at a show or whatever, and he would be in front of me, I would be like, oh, that's Justin. Yeah. Like, I know him, you know, like it just, it's weird. It's like, he's two different people to me. So it's like, there's the performer and then there's the guy that I knew as a kid, you know, like, uh, like, I don't know. And, and there are times when he says something or he does something and I'm like, that's the same guy, you know, I'm just like, that's, that's the guy I knew, you know, and, and I think he's, you know, for the most part, a very open character. Like for me, I I see him and I'm like, Oh, I can read him like a book. Like everything's on his face. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like to me, I see that. And I'm like, I, I can see that on him. It might not be right, but that's what I sense when I hear him or, or see him in interviews. But I just, yeah, he was just wonderful. I don't think I ever had any issues with him or anything though I was nervous about that I was like oh he's too cool like he's too cool to come back with sync. and maybe he did feel like that at some point but I think he's gotten a lot of flack for stuff that might not have always been his fault like you know the whole Janet Jackson thing I thought that was kind of unfair that everybody's telling him to apologize over and over again and I'm like I saw an interview with the guy who sold the nipple ring to Janet Jackson's stylist on TV they did it here in Austin and he said that the stylist told him, be watching out for that, for that design. You're going to see a surprise. I have the clip recorded. And I'm like, it was staged. It was planned the whole time. But they're blaming Justin because he ripped the thing, right? But I'm like, but yet this stylist is telling this guy who sold the nipple ring to him, hey, watch out for a little surprise at the end. And I'm just like, it's there on the TV interview. Like, I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, you know, but that that's why YouTube was created was the whole story behind it. And I'm like, that's why YouTube was created. (laughs) That's why. Well, can I tell you my theory on Justin and you can critique it based on your knowledge of him? Um, Sure. Okay. So I have a friend. I'm not going to say exactly what she did because I don't think I'm allowed to, but she worked with Justin for like three days and she worked like from morning till night and she was with 
Justin and his wife Jessica and Lynn and like their whole family. She was doing like a service job. She said that Justin was amazing, so sweet. They all were. They did not act famous. They did not act rich. And she works with a lot of mainly super rich people, but of course some famous people. You know, she was like, they were so sweet and normal and like funny and nice and cute. And his son was adorable and so sweet. And and then she said, and then at the end, Justin tipped me enough to pay my whole rent that month. I know. And that really did a lot for my in-sync loving heart because I've had bad feelings toward Justin. (laughs) So like, I was like, oh my God. That's so sweet. And I think that people who hate him will say like, well, you know, I'm not going to praise him for treating a service worker nicely. That's what everyone should do. And it's like, that is what everyone should do. But that's not what everybody does. And she's worked with celebrities before that were not at all like that. She's worked with millionaires that don't tip at all. And this is like a 24, not 24 hour, but like all day long service. And you know, you should tip something. And the fact that he tipped so much that, you know, she didn't have to worry about her rent that month. Really, that made me feel like day to day, he's an extremely sweet, nice person that we remember. And if I ran into him somewhere and just said like, Justin, I love NSYNC, like, I feel like he'd be very sweet and everything. But when it comes to like these high pressure, Hollywood celebrity media situations, like with Janet, like with Britney, like with some other things that he's gotten flack for in the press. I think that he doesn't know what to do. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. actually really human and normal of him. And I like that more actually than if he were to get on TV and be super fake and be like, well, I love Britney. Britney's the best. It's like, well, he didn't feel that way. So instead he said some really rude things, which I hated because I love Britney. But at the same time, I don't know these people. Like these are just people. And I feel like he became famous so young. It's like, what do you expect of this person? Like who would ever know what to do in the Super Bowl situation? And like, I do feel like he should have done more to like support Janet. But at the same time, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I don't know. So I kind of feel like I'm walking back a little bit my harsh judgment of Justin. I really appreciate that he treated my friend that way. That means a lot to me. And I just feel like it's hard to have so much pressure on you. And he kind of got caught in this whirlwind that started when he was 14 and it just never stopped. Right, right. And I, you know, that that warms my heart, first of all, to hear that he treated your friend that way because... I mean, I've, I've heard about him too. Like a friend of mine, she works for the Spurs Entertainment like Center, the arena and all that. And, um, you know, she would hear stories from people who've worked there for years. And she was saying that every time Justin would go and perform there, like he would go and he would eat with all the crew and he would stay with them and he would talk to them and he would get to know them. And we're not talking about like his crew. We're talking about the people who worked at the arena and we're talking about the people like the janitors and the, the service people like that, you know, the, the people who would like make the food for them and cater for them and all that. Like he would go and he would talk to them and eat with them and hang out with them and get to know them and talk about their families with them. And she was like, everybody that worked at the AT&T center, they were always said that he was their favorite artist, like that they loved him. They were like, he is the nicest person they've ever, like, like the nicest act to go through there. Like, he would just make sure that everybody was taken care of, that everybody was happy, that everybody was okay. And I was like, that's, that's the type of guy he is. You know, like, that's, that's how he is, you know? But it's not just that. Like, it's all of them. Like, they were always so, so sweet, you know? And so it, it does kind of hurt that people don't like him or that they're just, like, putting all this, like, harshness onto him when they don't know the full story of it it's like you be 
you know, 19 years old or 20 years old and have your heart broken from your first love ever, you know, cause he just adored Brittany. And then, you know, she went and cheated on him, not only with just anybody, but his best friend, you know, like they were doing everything together, <sighs> him and his best friend. And then for that to happen and then for him to write a song about it or to like, you know, be like, Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting made to be the bad guy and I'm not totally the bad guy here. I mean, it sucks, you know, yeah, he shouldn't have done some of the things he did to Britney, but at the same time, you get when somebody's hurt, they're hurt, and they sometimes want a little bit of revenge, and they shouldn't get it, but, you know, that's what happened. And he was, <laughs> he was so young, like, young, he was a kid, I mean, even, yeah. at, like, okay, you could say past 18 is an adult, but it's not, and, <laughs> and, like, emotionally, especially for guys, like, yes, you know, and like, like <laughs> how idiotic on a daily basis your average 21-year-old guy acts, like, of course, he said some really, like, like nasty rude things or like revealed things he shouldn't or whatever like I completely like I still am very like I love Britney I'm very protective of Britney but I feel like young guys are assholes like that <laughs> that's just like how they <laughs> act like it's not just him you know it's not like he is like some crazy bad person if anything I feel like he can just be like snotty right right and you know I mean you know it, it, you, there's so many people who have yes people around them yeah. You know, there's so many people who can get caught up in being a, a celebrity who just always is getting everything that they want and they can become spoiled. I mean, I've heard so many people, friends who have had encounters with certain people in the industry that like they won't even talk to them. They'll talk through an assistant to them. They won't talk directly to them. Yeah. And just like, you know, things like that, like where you're just like, are you kidding me? Like, that's so stuck up like get over yourselves and he has never come across that way I think like everybody who has met him has loved him especially in the industry like you would you hear like even work having worked in the industry I would hear things about certain people you know right I mean it was just inevitable you would be like oh like I ran into so-and-so today and they said this to me or they did this or they were this way to me I had experiences with celebrities that were not you know that great and I had some that were great and I, you know, I always remember the ones that were great. I'm sure like most of the time, like word would get out like, oh, this celebrity is watch out for that one. Or, you know, hey, like if you run into that one, don't say that, you know, like you just knew. But with him, it was always like, oh, like a couple of times it would be like, oh, Justin Timberlake came to Target today, you know, and everybody would be bustling about it. Like they'd be like, oh, you came to Target. Oh, he went to the grocery store today. Da, 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 da. And I'd be like, oh, my God, thank God I never ran into him. Like, <laughs> you know, like, but, you know, it was you never really heard a lot about people having bad counters. Like I said, he's just always been very like a very genuine type of guy. And I would assume it seems like him and Jessica are like that now. I don't know, things change, but I, I just think they're being hard on him because he's the famous one, because he's out there. They want to instantly mm -hmm. blame him. And maybe, maybe it's the case. Maybe he is the one. And maybe JC's taking the fall for it right now. Who knows? <laughs> like, you know, we don't know. But it's sad that they aren't together. But, you know, I get it at the same time, too. Mm -hmm. They they had something special on their hands. And what if they did come out now and, you know, it, they just want to hear like the old stuff. They don't want the new stuff or something. You okay. Know? Like, I think that you're really onto something. Like, I think that's how JC feels. I think that JC, and this is obviously speculation. Like I don't know him, but I think he feels like it was so special and it was so amazing. And it was this once in a lifetime experience. And maybe it should stay that way because what if we come back and it's 
not the same or not as good or not as special or they don't care, which is just his own insecurity because, oh, my God, is the world hungry and thirsty for this? (laughs) Like they would sell out so fast. Um, But, yeah, I think that is probably like just based on what he said in interviews and like his hesitation to answer some questions like I feel like he's very dismissive and you know Lance has interviewed him twice in the last couple years and um and Lance is always like you know you did this or you did that or like your solo album blah 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 and JC's like oh man whatever you know and I'm like no JC (laughs) I'm like it's not whatever I still like I love what do you think of his solo album Um, I don't know. Like, uh, honestly, like I listened to it when it was out, but, and I thought it was really, really great, but I just, I I guess, I don't know. I, after a while I was like, okay, well, all right, moving on. And then I just never went back to listen to it. And I just haven't since. And it's so weird to me because like people talk about his, his songs and I'm like, I remember thinking it was really good. Why don't I listen to it more? You know, like, it's just one of those things that doesn't cross my mind to listen to Because it, it hurts too much. <laughs> I know. It's like, I, I want right? to see these songs live. I do. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, I guess I was so busy doing my own thing, too, that I just didn't keep up with him as much. Like, I would hear about, like, when I was living in L.A., I think he was doing that judging for that dance show. I don't I don't know what it was called. Was it, I forgot. Was it So I'm You sorry. Think You Can Dance? <laughs> Maybe. No, it was on MTV. I oh, think. no, it was the other know. one. It's like, oh, I can't remember, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so he was doing the judging for that at the time. And so, like, I, I would just kind of keep up. But, like, it was like Justin was really big at that time. Like, his second album had come out. It was, like, the greatest thing ever. You know, like, he was touring. He was doing this HBO special. Like, it was just – so I kind of just noticed what he was doing. And then every now and then the other guys, it was like, oh, yeah, Joey's on Dancing with the Stars. And so, like – I worked right near the studio and so I would see Joey a lot um, when we were in like when he was doing Dancing with the Stars and then Lance did Dancing with the Stars and then I saw him. Um, My friend, his dad was the stage manager for Dancing with the Stars. So he let me go to a rehearsal and then see Lance. And so that was a lot of fun. And I kind of, you know, would kind of keep up here and there. And still to this day, like I kind of keep up like mostly is, you know, Joey I keep up with. But, you know, because I got kind of back into the sphere of like the Girl Were You Alone podcast and all that, like now I, I, I kind of keep up a little more because I have a lot of um, people that I've met through that that have in sync pages. And so they're mm-hmm. posting up and I'm like, oh, JC did a podcast. Like that's how I found out about yours mm-hmm. was that, you know, in sync friends were posting it up. And I was like, oh, well, let me listen to this. And I was like, oh, hey, cool. Like, she did a podcast about Jay-Z. Thank you, Insane fans. Yes, yes. And so, like, that's always fun to hear about what they're doing. But, like, some people would, like, message me and be like, what do you think about Justin's or JC's girlfriend? And I'm like, I don't even know who JC's girlfriend is. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just like, you know, like, I was just like, "Uh, okay, you know, I don't keep up with them, you know, as much. Or what is he working on or whatever. And so sometimes like friends will tell me or like I'll find out through an instinct page or something that I follow now. But um, but I, I do wish they would do something together, at least a song, you know, like it's like, come on, come on. I Who's know. the holdout really? Just something, <laughs> just some, even if it was just like a TV special or just like something that would be a one time thing. Like, I mean, 
would it kill you just once like something you know but um I also <laughs> respect like I hope that he has like a very peaceful nice amazing life and you know that he's happy with it but I just feel like someone who's that talented to not be regularly performing I know he's in the studio writing and that's what he's mainly done and I know he's creating a musical but um to not be performing anymore I do find is very strange and I if he's happy with it then I'm happy with it because ultimately you know I want him to be happy but it's hard for me to believe that he is because he's just so good and it's just so natural for him. Um, yeah. But I do have to let you go, but I want to ask one more question because I heard on the other, on Girl, Were You Alone, which if you guys have not listened to Girl, Were You Alone, like you have to, it's not active anymore, but it's a great instinct podcast. And Anissa was also on it. And you said that you ran into JC uh, later in life. So what was that like? You know, it was kind of, unexpected and and strange like I would hear about him being like coming to the where I would work and they'd be like oh JC was here today or one of the guys from NSYNC was here I don't know which one it was and I'd be like I'd grab like the album <laughs> or something from from like because I worked at Barnes and Noble for a little bit so I was like I'd go to the music department and grab the CD and I'd be like which one was it which one was in here <laughs> And then they would point to him and I'd be like, okay, that was JC. Like JC was in here. Oh my gosh. And so like, I never ran into him at work, but um, I was leaving work and he was like off to the side having dinner with or lunch with some friends. And I saw him and I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get a chance to kind of run into him again, um, which I haven't. So I'm glad I did it. But, you know, I just tapped him on the shoulder and I said, hey, he was like, oh, hey. And he got up and gave me a hug and. And I said, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, good. Just having lunch with my friends. And, and it was just kind of like how it was when I would see him just like talking like, hey, what's going on? How are you? Good. How's your family? Good. You know, just kind of like that type of thing. And then I was like, all right, well, great to see you, you know, and great to see you too. All right. Well, bye. Okay. That was it. <laughs> you know, like I wasn't like expecting overly like too much or anything like that. I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm in LA. I live here for a little, you've know, been living here, you know, whatever. And so, you know, it was just kind of quick and like, hey, nice to see you, you know, hey, nice to see you too. But I just never really, I guess, like, I just didn't really try as often to kind of reach out or see them anywhere. Like, I used to kind of do that when they were famous, like, together. And, and I'd be like, okay, they're going to be at a show. So I was like, tell, like, hey, I'm going to be there, you know. And then they would leave me tickets and passes, and I'd go. One time they took me on stage with my friends. And, and it was hard sometimes because, like, I would, like, one time, I think it was at the No Strings one. Um, I was supposed to take my mom to see them and, you know, a friend ended up tagging along and she was like, I want to go. I want to see him. And I was like, I don't have enough passes. Like, you know, like he only gave me three, like I can't. And my mom was like, I'm not going to take a pass from a little girl, you know, like you guys go. And I was like, she saw him last year. I took her last year. <laughs> and then she got mad at me because they were paying attention to me and she got jealous and then she didn't want to be my friend for a while. I was like, why are you taking my ticket? Like, why are you taking my mom's ticket? And my mom was like, no, like, it's okay. Let her go. You know? So it was, it was kind of hard. Like it would be hard because people wanted a piece of them, you know? And, and so I think that it got to the point, a point where they just, they were too famous they, you know, for me. And I was like, I just, I was like, I can't, I can't keep up with this and I can't keep up with the girls that are trying to make their way in like I just I, it, it just doesn't appeal to me you know like I was like I, I can't if I'm you know if I see them later I'll see them later and that'll be great 
You know, like, I love, I love them dearly, but I'm not going to like push and shove my way, you know, like, so, so I kind of just backed off and I was like, if I see them, I see them. If I don't, I don't, you know? And when I did, when I would, it was awesome, you know, and it was just like old times. I'd be like, oh, it's great to see you, you know, or whatever. And, and then like, uh, Joey was the one I connected with in, you know, uh, May, 2019, I think it was the 30 year anniversary of MMC and he was hosting. And so, you know, it was just like old times and he just gives the best hugs and, you know, and then he, from there he kept in touch with me. And so now we like, you know, we're on Instagram and we're just like, Hey, what's going on? Hey, yes. you know, like, so. so actually when you messaged me, I was like, okay, before I call my mom and be like someone who knows NSYNC, uh, just messaged me. Let me actually see if this is like real. And I went to your page and I, I saw it followed by real Joey Fatone. And I was like, okay, she's cleared. <laughs> Check. Yeah. <laughs> like she's not lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I get to keep in touch with him. It's nice, you know, every now and then he'll be like, where'd you get that shirt? You know, I think he asked me one time, like, Hey, where'd you get that shirt? He probably wanted to get one for his daughter or something, but yeah, like, you know, we, we keep in touch, you know, and it's nice. And so, and I still have like old friends that, you know, that I've known them for years that I know for years that, you know, like it's just been so wonderful because I've had friendships that have spanned decades now. Well, Anissa, I can't thank you enough for your time and for telling me all of these absolutely unbelievable stories like I'm freaking out but my 10 year old self is like not can't even hear this like (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for sitting so long with me and and chatting about it because you know and then that's the thing too like when when I was younger I I didn't quite tell people about it because it was something that I kept so guarded and close to me and you know it was one of those things where I didn't think they were going to get that famous so like when my pictures started getting leaked and my videos started getting leaked and you know, I was just like, no, no, what's going on? Like, those are my pictures, you know, like, and yeah. I get so upset and I'd be like, why are they leaking? And some things I still do. Like if I put something up, you know, I'm usually very like, okay, like hopefully it won't be shared by all these people. Like, and they're, they've been, the instinct fans have been very, very respectful. If I've ever seen something that I didn't want shared, I'd be like, please don't share this. And, and they wouldn't, they would stop and they would, you know, so they're just awesome that way. And, you know, they're so respectful and sweet. And I, I love meeting new new people. And, and I'm actually going to go see Chris in May. So that'll be fun. I haven't seen him in like 20 some years. Oh, so yay. that'll be nice to get to see him. And, you know, so it's, it's going to be really, really fun to, to get to connect with him and see him. But yeah, just friendships that have lasted so long. And, and it really has been such a blessing, such an like, a blessing and an honor for me to see how they grew and stuff like that. And so, like I said, like at first I kept it very, very close to me and didn't share a lot. But then I was like, man, like people still love them so much. And I have to like share this because I had some very special times with them that people can kind of be like, wow, like they really were amazing, you know, to people like they really were amazing to their fans. Yeah, it's not just the media training. It's not like somebody told them to say that it's like they really are that way. Yes. So when you were talking on your podcast about how they just really have the best personalities, they really did like how they were on talk shows were how they were when I hung out with them. Like they just Chris always made me laugh. And you know, Justin always just treated me so well. And JC was just such a pleasure to talk to. And Lance was so sweet. And, you know, it just was always fun. Like, you know, and I just never had, a, a you know, anything where it was a bad experience or like, 
And it, like I said, too, it wasn't anything where I was like trying to like, you know, oh, I want to hook up with them. Of course, there were a lot of girls around me that wanted to, right? but still to this day are very, very, I, you know, I hold those memories very dear because it was a time where like, just, you know, when you think back to your youth, you are very nostalgic about it. But like, for me, it was just an extra level of just like this crazy specialness that I can't even describe. And, 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 you know, usually I'll, I'll think about it or I'll say, oh yeah, yeah. Like I used to know and think whatever, you know, but then when I really start to think about it and talk about it with someone I'm like, yeah, man, that was really something that was really special. It was. You know? Oh my gosh. I'm going to be laying awake at night thinking about like <laughs> all these things you don't even know, but oh, thank you so much for this. This was amazing. And I know all my listeners are going to want to follow you and check out all of your amazing, like you guys, you have to go to her Instagram. The, the old school pictures are just priceless. So tell everybody where they can follow you. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, Anissa G author. So yeah, go ahead and follow me and I mean, message me, let me know if you have any questions. I'm always open to talking about them. I, I love talking about how special they were. So of course, you know, I'm up for it. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you again. And thank you for contacting me in the first place. This was just so enlightening and I think it's such a good addition to my JC series. So I really appreciate it. And oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Like, I'm still, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm like speechless. So, <laughs> which is new. That's new for me. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned. I am going to have more of the JC series coming soon. We're going to talk about No Strings Attached and Celebrity and everything that came after. So don't worry. And I will see you guys then. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Capria Moon. That's at C-A-P-R-I-A-M-O-O-N. And follow the podcast at Ashley and Jessica cast on Instagram and at Ashley Jessica cast on Twitter. Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear Ashley and Jessica cast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.